Yo, I put it like wow. This that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me. I hope they know by now. Bail, bam. Stand my ground. Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tau. I'll make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No negatives allowed. Me positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show, and I'm MKT. What a time to be alive. Tottenham doing Tottenham things. Chelsea rotated six players. Saul Nugues, big performance in the midfield. 2-0 first leg, you know what I'm saying? So, great time to be alive. Welcome to it, the MKT show. It's it's not last year anymore, it's this year. And and I like that. It's time for time for, you know, to do stuff this year. Time for change. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, I'm sure Lewis. No, it's everybody. It's all, all politicians. All, every every advert. It sounds like a DA slogan. It sounds like a DA compa- campaign slogan. No. That was Ryan Tinline just now who said, it's time for change. Unbelievable. Where did you get that, Ryan? From, it, it, do you remember? The, no, the, it's, it's ANC. No, no, no. no. But who said ANC. How is it? No, it's DA. No. T- time for change. Well, the NC is still in power. Has anything changed? People are burning no, down but, Parliament. But that's what made it so funny was they were in power, and then when when voting came up, it was like it's time for change. Well, you are the change. Well, like, what's there is change. I mean, guy who's apparently a secret agent dressed up as a street um, urchin. Oh How yeah, they said that, that, that guy, that guy for all he was from Russia and stuff, and that he's been uh, chilling. Nah, see that guy when they pulled him out when they pulled him out the dock. How, <laughs> how surprised he was! Like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> oh, I was talking about something completely different. Oh, what were you talking about? We we talking about the parliament it's building put, in South uh, Africa okay. burning down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. I, I heard officials told told um the suspect they have now that the hawks told the cops to go find the real guy. This is the the scapegoat right here. Oh, is this a a front? Yeah. It's so the, so, so it's, now it's time for change. So so the hawks said to the to the police, go do your job and find the real suspect. Well, this, said- there's no way this man did it. Essentially, was saying yesterday that place is a fortress. Of course, it used to be. It used to be. But like, have you, have you, have you? You've been to Cape Town, right? Yeah. You've seen the where Parliament is, right? I think I stayed within in that that compound. In the, so you burnt it down. No. Well, allegedly, you, I, I you, couldn't you, get in. You, you're on the list. You're on the list. If you've been there in the last 13 years, we have to suspect that you know how to move around. So there. they're looking for Guy Fawkes, essentially. Because <laughs> remember, you you couldn't fly a drone over there, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, like Senzo says, as soon as uh, uh, that sort of stuff, that that airspace, dead. It's like Vatikluf here. So, what although you- now the cameras were off, there's, there's all sorts of things. People don't know uh, what we're talking about in the Republic of South Africa. And you know, we think we're ridiculous. At least we didn't have a Minotaur. Remember when guys went to uh, what's it, the cap- cap- to the Capitol Hill? Yeah. yeah. And sure. there was a Minotaur in charge yeah, yeah. of government for how long was he there? Half an hour. Half an hour. So that that's not even a real animal. That guy was. <laughs> guys, so much has happened. All of this is in the pandemic, eh? Okay. Since since we're on this equation, can I just get both your opinions real quick? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, our president obviously got COVID a couple of weeks back, and yeah. so for is he okay? Week, by the way, yeah, he's I fine. think he's fine. I think he's like Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. By the way, yeah. never been more fine. <laughs> no, no one's ever been as fine as Christian Eriksen. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so. Uh, we had our deputy in for a week, right? And all I want to know is, um, there was a couple of harsh criticisms saying, 
Uh, who's 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 the deputy? Is you it see, David. No, no, no. It's uh, nothing from my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forget the name. It's David Mabuza. David Mabuza. And so they're saying GT. in in the week that he was uh, in presidency while Cyril was away, he did nothing. What do you mean he did nothing? He did nothing. COVID rates went down. Bafana Bafana no, went undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying we he, are made no, he made no extra decisions to change the whole dynamic. Guys, so, my question is this, right? Do you want your deputy to do more than your actual president? No. No. In fact, if you're the deputy president. You are Stedman. <laughs> Amen. Your job is no, to be Stedman. No, don't explain. You're perfect. <laughs> Believe that, okay. That's all. So she. That's it. Stedman. You think I can get a Stedman shirt? We should get some... I'm, I'm going to make a Stedman shirt Bro, for, must, for, for the show. You must reach out, reach out to Stedman's people. We, we, we need him. That guy's... He's one of my heroes. Does, does Stedman have Twitter? Oh, no, bro. The guy's not... It's not his time, bro. It's not about him. Stedman knows his role. Just like David Mawuzan. They said if nothing from my side was a person, it would be David Mawuzan. You're dead right. You are dead right, actually. Stedman. But, but merch. We've got to make uh, Stedman... Oh. What? Shirt, hoodie, mug. Mug, <laughs> mug with the stash, with that statement stash. Yeah. So that when you drink, it looks like you know. He has, he has to have some kind of catchphrase, like like, like legal was. Nah, Don't chief. talk to me. Talk to my. No man, Stedman doesn't make noise. 1986, hey, that's my birth year. 1986 with Oprah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when do you think he spotted her? Uh, uh, when did Oprah do her first show? Will you Google that for me quickly? Because sure. I'd love to know when Oprah did did her first show. He probably went. Hmm. This is th- th- that's what's going to happen. That 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 lady over there. Do you think he probably he made up a robbery or something around like the complex that she lived in in Chicago at the time or whatever? You know what I mean? And he's and he's like, oh well, I have to go and see this complaint myself as the as a big time lawyer. For those who don't know, Stedman, big time lawyer. That guy. He's not playing around. He's raking in around uh, between ten and fifteen million dollars. I googled him last night. Yeah. So he probably made up a case, a robbery thing, which wasn't even real. Mm. Just so, because he knew where Oprah had coffee at the, just before she went to studio, and he probably said, Ex- excuse me. Stedman Grant. What's he got to Graham, say? Graham, sorry. Graham, yeah? <laughs> My man. Yeah? <laughs> My man, the Oprah Winfrey show mm-hmm. only started in 1986. So, so when did he get in a relationship with her? 1986. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling he you. He spotted what, her before. He said, I'm telling you. There was somebody talking buzz, maybe one of his mates who do um, like legal for TV channels. They said there's a lady who's just started. Pop round for a coffee. Yeah. He says, yeah. The color purple. You probably saw her there. Oh, you forget that Oprah was doing magnificent things as well. Yeah. Before she she changed the presentation game. Wait, wait, hold on. The color purple. You seen that? Yeah. Bro, Take a whole uh, box of tissues with you. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's intense. Don, you, see, you, you seen that? No. no. Oh, my gosh. That's. Have you he seen? doesn't watch it. Yeah, she was nominated for an Academy Award, bro. That is Oprah Winfrey. Is cl- she's clocked it. Bring right an entire box of tissues. If you've never cried in a film before, oh my goodness, that is that that's waterworks stuff. Wait, wait, wait. So Stedman, 1986. Yeah, 1986. Her show started in 1986. Yeah, Stedman. has got fish. And a color purple was 1985. You're saying? Yeah, but I'm th- he's. He's the George, he's the Bezos, right? He's the Bezos of relationships. Yeah. And nobody got it at the time, but it's the greatest, it's the greatest payoff 
in the history of mankind in terms of relationship. It's, it's never gone that well for a guy ever. There's Absolutely. no way. No one's ever invested early and it's gone to Oprah level. So she, working in a local media, when she was born, both the youngest news anchor and the first black female news anchor in Nashville, where she often covered the same stories with Josh Tesh, mm-hmm. who worked as computing in 1976. She, so Oprah's been doing it. But Stedman must have seen her in, in Nashville and said, her. Was, was Stedman married before? Were you just yeah, talking? he was married before. <laughs> Stedman Graham. You Wait, guys are yeah. So they're not married now? They're no, not no, married. They're no, Oprah, Oprah doesn't do that. I'm to, Oprah Winfrey. I can't, I can't be tied down to, to nothing. No, no, no. Stedman Graham was married, but then, but then. Wait, hold on. I wait, want to hear how Stedman lo- was married. Um, how long have they been together for now? Well, since 1986. That's 35 years. But then, surely they they married by law. Ah, yeah. Stedman will take <laughs> care of it. <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, he was married in 1974. Uh huh. Divorced to Glenda Graham. Ah, it doesn't say what you divorced. Ah, Wikipedia. Uh, it no. says yeah, no Wikipedia. people doubt to that one. Yeah. No, Stedman's a lawyer. Okay? Exactly. Stead, he, and then he said it's yeah. time to upgrade the estate. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Stedman, uh, Oprah's Oprah's PR people would have made sure it's quiet. What here, personal he, life? Oh yes, here it is. Doesn't say. It's a mystery. Oh, Stedman deleted it, it from the. It doesn't say when he got divorced. <laughs> yeah. But it says partner now. Mm. Oprah Winfrey, 1986 to present. TBD. Ha! Guys, leave Stedman alone. Stedman Graham, uh, a man, a leader, a legend. That will be on a T-shirt. <laughs> And if you don't know who Stedman Graham is, fix your life. <laughs> you have no goals if you don't know who... No, no, if you, your job is not to know who Stedman Graham is. <laughs> it's actually not your fault, well said. Yeah. You know what the thing is? In life, I think we do too much sometimes, especially as guys. There's already a template to win, guys. The Stedman effect. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to humble yourself to say, I will follow step by step? I'm telling you, what I tell you guys two days ago, I just want two books from that guy. How to Spot Talent? That's the... Yes That's all, that's all I want From Stedman Yeah If he can just set up for me Even if he just writes that one Before he Before he goes How to spot talent I'm out Prasted Stedman Graham What a Visionary <laughs> That's the word <laughs> a, a visionary A visionary Hey um, How's 2022 treating you guys Because I feel like I don't ask that question to anyone I might as well ask it There's people at home Probably going Oh these guys never say Happy New Year Or whatever you want to start, right? <laughs> are you guys, are you enjoying it? Is, there, is it different? It's definitely different. <laughs> What's the story? Um, there's a couple of changes happening, but... Uh, we just, I mean, that's just in your life. Yeah, right? that's just in my life. But what about on the whole? I, I guess your life is the whole. Yeah. For you. As as you said, my life is the the most important thing. To you. To me, yeah. And how's that going? I think it's going well. So. It's a good start, I guess. So I'm, I'm excited for what's, ah, what's well, coming up. Has it brought you anything? Did you wish for anything? Did you? Are, are you that type of guy? Are you a New Year's resolution type of guy, or are you just a let's get on with it guy? What's your What's your move? Oh, bro, Do you awesome. have a move? As yet, no. This is the move. The thing is, right? It's been It's been a couple of years of hell with with COVID floating around. So now it's just like you know, let's just let's just. But even before Let's COVID. Just take it easy. Even before COVID. Is curfew lifted now? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're free, Chief. Free at last. Can I tell you what? I was at a restaurant last night. <laughs> free at last, free at last. And I was looking at my watch and it was 10 o'clock. And I'm like, why aren't these guys packing up yet? And I was like, oh. The money, what can we do? 
<laughs> That's my level. It's January, Chief. You close at 10. <laughs> Somebody's going to say you're laundering something. This, this waitress said to me, you know, the problem with, with, with January is now, now, especially with coffee being lifted, they're working these extra hours. And she said, <laughs> um, now people just come and just bring enough to eat. They don't tip. She says, so now we work extra hard in January. And people only bring enough money just to eat and not to. No, I, I felt bad. I was like, shame. Well, d- don't feel bad. Must I tell you why? Because it could be worse. They could be closing at 10. She will not have a job. Then people won't tip anyway. It's true. That's also, that's a great point. It's that's true. a great point. I, um, Waitron, I've done that job. Pretty thankless task. Mm. Apparently, you get treated like... Well, that service industry. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I, uh, working in a hotel is terrible. You I know? did... Uh, well, the one school, the one varsity holidays, I did retail mm-hmm. over like the mm-hmm. November till like mm-hmm. January after Christmas and I'm not coming back here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I worked in retail. Re- retail's not, it depends though. By the way. Well, who would you rather deal with? Like working class clients or top end? Cause I, I used to work with top end clients in the retail job I had. I feel like top end's a bit difficult. No, top end. You, so you'd rather work with the CEO guy who's. Yeah, because they they know what they want, you know what I mean. I'm gonna try fifty thousand clothes on, and then and then now they throw them there. Now you have to now you have to bloody fold them. <laughs> have you ever worked in the women's section, my boy? Have you ever folded a, a summer dress? Woo, <laughs> my boy. That time you've you've had a you've you've been scoping it, and you got your bed at four. Yeah, and then you have to go in at six just to open up at eight. Also, the guys. Guys, guys section, there is not, you've seen the guys section of clothes. Just actually just go to Woolworths. The section they dedicate to guys is like a corner. Then women just get the rest. <laughs> now imagine now, look, luckily it wasn't like a big, it was a chain of stores that closed down, but like it would, it was hell working in the women's section. You know, women, they just take, no, nah, I'm going to take this. Just throw it there. Now you have to go. It does. Listen, I worked in retail, uh, uh, but I worked in the ski industry, which is top end, top end, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's got its sharp side. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Have you worked in retail before? Uh, no. But what do you think might be better? Just working with regular old Joes like me or the CEO of Standard Bank or whatever? Hypothetically, I'm not saying the CEO know, of Standard Bank like is a bad CEOs, person. Because in my previous job, I had to work with CEOs. And the thing is, they have so much on their mind that as much as you think they know what they want, they kind of put the job on you to, I would imagine. They pay for convenience. Yeah, yeah. So they say, I need a suit. You have to, like, just get me a suit. You know, it's, it's not like where these guys are like, no, I want to try this one, maybe this one. These guys are like, just, just get it for me. And I'll, you know. Okay, can- but what about his wife? Because you, you're just thinking about him. You see, in my industry is if you're married to a CEO, I would imagine you, you expect a certain lifestyle. Yeah. And now they impose that on everyone. For me, the biggest concern was always the husband or the wife who's in the mix, largely because of the world we live in, wives. And that, that's, I don't think that's a sexist thing to say. It's no. just most CEOs in the world are still, or at least in South Africa. Um, in Sweden, I think it's 50-50 at the moment. But it was always the partner. Like I, I could, they, And we, we served – so I used to work in, the, in a ski shop, the only ski shop in South Africa, proper ski shop. Mm. Like proper, brought in Burton, which is the biggest brand in the world. It's the it's the brand that the US um, like X Games team wear. You know, yeah, so the, 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 yeah, the guys the guys that are going to be in China next year. Yeah, well, what the Olympic, yeah, the Winter Olympic, Olympic team. Guy, they you know wear Burton. Those, you know, what those guys wear. 
So we brought in proper stuff. Which is proper. And and even even better stuff than Burton, actually. There's European uh, stuff. And so now you're dealing with the wife who she's clearly used to, you know, the world falls around her because her husband is so-and-so at the golf club. They obviously know. And I found that was often the person you got to manage. Because the CEO... Just give me a pair of ski pants right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, but that's what I'm thinking. You know, know what I mean? Bro, I have so much on their mind. I'll tell you. And, oh, and the kids. Oh. Didn't, but the, the one time I'll tell you, it's a cool story. Well, for me it was. So this woman walks into where I was working. She goes, she brings her son. Sounds like an 11-year-old kid. Goes, hi. Yo, please make him dress like you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, come with me. Follow me, my son. Oh, yeah? I gave a kid, I blessed a kid with drip. I said... My boy, go forth and yeah. conquer. Drip did, never dies. Did bro. she ever? Did she? Yeah, so shout out, Siabe uh, and, um, and she was good looking. She was a nice woman, looking woman. Who that? That lady. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see her again? Nah, bro. Maybe your maybe your drip was wrong because why didn't they come back and say thanks? Oh, she's somebody. I'm, I'm not saying it was. I'm no, just, no, 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 no. You see, the thing is, he sold them drip, and drip is forever. He wasn't in the sea again. No, no, forever, dog. I'm still in it. Maybe you know. Maybe <laughs> I inceptioned it. That you know. Come back. Come back. Next time. Ah, oh, bro, I'm not, I'm not in a rush. Because well, uh, white lady, black lady? White lady. Yeah, who's that guy's, um, huh? Uh, where's that guy? I can't remember his name. So, is he, that black guy. Does he still work here? Imagine. No. So, I know, ma'am, he left uh, 15 years ago. He's, he went to varsity. He was only here for three weeks. How long ago was that? 2009. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Nah, she's probably, she's probably gone. She's probably remarried by now. Because at that level, yeah. CEOs are just going through wives. Mm. So it's a Rolodex. Mm. It's tough, eh? I've always, like, I've always thought these executive guys are, and girls, how do they, how are they married? Yeah. But like for me, yeah, yeah being an executive, like you, you have to make so many important decisions. Like, Although Bezos says no, because <laughs> Bezos, he, the he drug says, lord. Yeah, he says the executive, you're. He makes four or five decisions now, which I, I've been asking other uh, big guys about after I heard the interview about a year ago of mm-hmm. Bezos talking about this. And obviously, you've developed a set of skills to get there, like Liam Neeson, of course, a special set of skills. Um, yeah. And they really want to be making five, six massive decisions, but that's why you've got a COO, a CFO. A yes. C, uh, you, you know, so they, they've got a team as well, but it must be the level of work hours and, and administrative tension that those guys must have. Like, yeah, of course. Like, just imagine being the CEO of like, like Rand Merchant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, like now you're uh, dealing with Rupert, you've got yeah, Rupert this side, you've got his guys, guys, you know what I mean? They're on top of you. Yeah. They're and literally swallowing you. Yeah. And now you're dealing with... Yeah. You see there, your phone can't be off. You see, there's, there's a person we can actually talk to about this. Mm. Yaku. <laughs> From... From the catalyst. Who's, who's Yaku? Uh, Go ahead. The most up. electrifying man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's awesome. He works at he works at Cliff Central. I think he has a, he has a show. No, he doesn't work at Cliff Central. Well, he has a show on, on Cliff Central, is it? He does. Uh, is, is it called the Catalytic? Uh, unbundled. 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 So his company sorry. is called Catalytic, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yaku Voigt. He's the best person. He yeah. is one of the most electric <laughs> human beings. He is... <laughs> like, if I could show that guy, just not like in a sea, like just... Chew with him. Mm. What would you What would you ask him? Or like, what's something you've always wanted to ask Yaku, that guy? I don't know. Eh? It would It will come to me because Yaku Yaku's got no filter, and it's the best thing ever. You know, he started uh, Vox. Him, yeah, it's insane. 
He's insane. Yeah, literally, he is hilarious. He's something else, huh? Like, you think a guy who started a company like that would be very serious? Not, not at all. Well, I think it's great that you can be multiple things. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because we're seeing the best version of himself. Um, you know, he can turn on. He's also a husband as well, by the way. Mm. So he's got a couple of jobs. Husband, CEO, you know what I mean? And mm. he comes here, podcaster now. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's, he's a hell of a, hell of a guy. And, you, you know, to generate that much success, he's got to be some other kind of, yeah, like corporate guy as well, you know? Yeah, exactly. As much as we're, we're, just, only, we're only seeing the, the one side of him, you know what I mean? But listen, he's, the guy started Vox, enough said. I'd love to see that guy in a boardroom. You reckon? Yo. No, it's probably I yo. feel like he's savage. Well, you see, you saw <laughs> Jeff Bezos with, the, with his covers looking like all of it loca. The thing is, right? If you, if you have, as you say, that much success in a company, you've had to make certain decisions. And I think we've spoken about this before. You have to make certain decisions other people don't want to make. Lots of them. Mm. I don't know about you, right? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking about like CEOs and stuff. And you know, Roman Abramovich is very ruthless. Yeah. But like when you look at him on TV, you're like, I could hang out with this guy. He looks, <laughs> he like, looks like he's dazed and confused and like, what the hell, dude? But he, he looks like he can't figure out why the girl he likes won't call him back. <laughs> exactly. Roman Abramovich constantly looks like that. You're like, bro, you're one of the most successful people that have ever lived. Think of a few billionaires now, and he's one of the Tapura guys yeah. right, right now, right? Yeah. And he's just, and he's never, you, you know, these CEOs, it's, like, it's kind of like Zuckerberg, you know? Zuckerberg's a douche. Like that, why? I haven't hung out with him, so I wouldn't know. But like, you know, no, because I'm thinking of the social network and Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, that's a movie, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you have to know with Mark Zuckerberg, right? He started a whole revolution oh, with social media. Like, before Mark Zuckerberg, there was nothing as big as social media now that ever existed before. So There was MySpace. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, but, but I'm no, saying no. like. Do he, people still have MySpace? No, no, it shut down. <laughs> About oh. two, two or three years. All right, all right. Zuckerberg yeah. probably bought it <laughs> just to make sure. You know Zuckerberg. You know no, Zuckerberg when you when you don't give him something, just okay, I'll have a piece. No, of no, it. but that's business. Is yeah. Buy it, shut it down. We don't. Uh, the last thing I need is competition. It's oh my me. goodness, this guy is. So Mark Zuckerberg is a year older than you, mm -hmm. or, or two. And guess what his net worth is. Two hundred billion. One hundred twenty point four billion. And that's mm -hmm. what we know about. L l listen. The other thing that we need to stop, I, I can only speak from a South African context. I'm sick and tired of people saying, yeah, but Zuckerberg dropped out of university. Can we, can we deal with this? A Harvard dropout and a UJ dropout is not the same thing, people. Can, can <laughs> and we he had a plan. He knew, he knew what he was doing. No, but let's just address that. A UJ grad and a Harvard grad are not the same person. There's different levels of dropouts. Let's, not, let's behave ourselves. Please stop saying, please stop telling your children education doesn't matter. It does matter. Because you know, there's, there's, there's a new age of... Yeah, oh, bro, I don't need a matric. Yes, you do. And uh, I would, good God, I, if you met me 10 years ago, there's no way I would have said the following. You have to, if you can, go to university. Honestly. Like, please stop saying Zuckerberg dropped out and whoever dropped out. Like, they always give that example, like Bill Gates dropped out. <laughs> what? Are you aware Bill Gates' father is one of the richest men America's ever had, by the way? Yeah. So he can drop out. Please stop telling your children, especially if you're first generation middle class, that they don't need a matric because everyone on all the cool kids on Instagram are saying it. Stop it. Like, can we just stop that? Can we stop that immediately as well? I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Um, anyway, uh, Roman Abramovich. Roman. Man, I, I, 
I would Roman's do, a gangster. That's why I do. I would do anything to have a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich. Same. Like, I would do anything to hang out. Because let me tell you something. When I lived in Russia, right, that was about uh, six and a half months of the most electrifying time of my life. And I made, fr- I made friends with so many cool Russian guys. I mean, keep in mind, they were some of the richer people in the world because they're footballers. But they're just so different from the Western world. Like, they're so edgy and it's, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to kind of stick to a stereotype, but they bring a dimension that I've never encountered anywhere else in the world. I've always said to people, if I could live anywhere else, um, in the world, it would be Moscow. Like, if I could re, if I could redo it now and take, I want to be footballer rich. I want to be proper rich though, because that's what you have to be in Russia to actually enjoy your life. And, I do Moscow all over again, just so I can hang out with Russian people because they don't have a lot of the con- social conditioning that we've got in the Western world. So even the way they talk to you, they're so direct and they will tell you your business immediately straight to your face. There's no like, oh, bro, I don't really like the, the way you're talking to me. They're going to be up in your grill immediately. If, if Russian guys find a person attractive or girls, they are in your face immediately. Aggressive. They're aggressive. And I kind of like, and there's also a bit of an edge to the society, which is, um, which is kind of cool. Roman Abramovich, he's, he's my guy. He, he was a governor. Uh, he's been a lot, of, he's been a lot of things. He's, he's, oh, man. he's Vladimir Putin's, uh, two IC. No, he was. Didn't they have beef? I'm sure I like, listen, Albert Putin moves different as well. And if they had a real beef, uh, I don't think Roman would have his billion still. Once you fall out with Putin, Putin. <laughs> They love back. Or, or no, no, I don't think dead. I think, I think, just give me my money back. You've seen billionaires fall out and guys, <laughs> gentlemen, him, Uzmanov, Uzmanov's this guy. Cool guy, Uzmanov, by the way. A very funny guy. I like him. He's a former part owner of Arsenal, now part owner of Everton. What? Uzmanov, that guy. No, not, not, I see Uzmanov. Guys, <coughs> Abramovich. This guy was boys with Boris Yeltsin. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, listen, go, go and look up Roman Abramovich's history. In, yeah. Super interesting. Part of Gazprom as well. Yeah. By the way, Gazprom, tiny company, sponsored Euros, by the way. Main sponsor of Euros. <laughs> Not sure if you saw that. <laughs> Controversy. Biggest gas company in the world. Natural gas company. I've been, hey, I ever told you I've been to Siberia, right? Yeah. You haven't told me that. You know, in, in Siberia, that's like a, basically that region. Kind of nobody knows what's going on there. A bunch of scientists living there. And it's where a lot, not all, but some of the richest natural gas reserves in the world uh, reside there. And they've built an interesting sort of tunnel between Russia and the rest of Europe. And you have to source it from there. It's really interesting. Like a bunch of guys living like, uh, if you could imagine, Inuits. We call them Inuits today. Eskimos in old yeah. language. Yeah. That, that's what the science is. That's, you have to be that, right? It's, mm. it's minus 50 base temperature. It can get to like a minus 100, uh, 100 degrees centigrade with wind chill. And night. Oh. Yeah, Roman Roman was an orphan, yeah. Yeah. His mom died know. when he was one and his dad he was three when his dad died. No, yeah. Roman Abramovich's story is so wild. It's crazy. It's, 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 it's weirder than Hollywood. That guy. Mm. Yeah, Roman, he's, he's my guy. Uh, Ryan, you watched the game last night? I didn't watch much of it. Why do you just thought, ah, Tottenham, bunch of losers. <laughs> I saw the first goal and I was like, cool. Sealed the deal. What do you think when look? Uh, hey, Havertz broke his finger, by the way. Looks like hectic. Not good. Not good. He's good. he's a good player. I need yeah. him back. I need I need that guy in. What do you think of Lukaku being in the starting lineup? Because you you were in your feels yesterday about that. I think. I think um, Tuchel and him must have had that conversation. It's like things will go back to normal, 
But if you ever step on that line, then we're gonna then then you're out. But ultimately, Ryan, yesterday you brought so so many good points. I think to the Lukaku conversation, and you were right. Mm. Like you said, Tuchel's a direct person. He's not the kind of you know walk on eggshells. They had it out, like you said. Mm. You called it, and boom, Lukaku back in the starting lineup. So, and Chelsea won. That's a good thing. I think it's great. No, not that I doubted them. <laughs> as 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 we said earlier. Yeah, Senzo came to congratulate us on the win. And we're just like, why are you... Yeah, we expected. No, yeah, but why are you congratulating us on the win? Then I forgot that we also attend him. Uh, uh, Tottenham. <laughs> in their own stadium. Antonio Conte is going to have to get used to that. He's coaching Tottenham now. This is not <laughs> This is not those successful organizations from the past. Wait, hold on. A part of. Just in closing about Chelsea and like... <laughs> Sound like a politician. Yeah, just, uh, just in, in closing. closing. <laughs> um, this guy is friends with Boris Berezovsky. The thing is, Roman Abramovich. <laughs> this guy's circle is lit. No, this is the guy who paid Red Hot Chili Peppers $3 million for one song. And totally worth it, by the way. Depends what song. Probably Californication. Nah. Oh, Scott Tissue? No, I wouldn't pay $3 Road album. tripping with my under, favorite allies? Under the bridge. Mm. I don't know. I wasn't there. And and that's the problem. Roller coaster of love? No. Guys, how do I get on a on Roman's boat? Hmm? What do I do? You can you guys give me some useful advice? You guys are talking about red hot chili peppers like you know anything. Tell them South Africa's for sale. I went. Nah, but uh, oh, but the Gupta's on it. I do yeah. know red hot chili peppers. They're one of the greatest bands on earth. Yeah, but you're not giving me advice. I can already hear you guys are trying to be that guy who seems like they know what they're talking about. Tell him he gets to hang out with you. That might make him laugh. Who Roman? <laughs> like oh, so oh. there's your lucky day. I know what you're saying. Like oh, I, I go the, the overconfidence. Like yeah. it's your lucky day. You, you get to hang out with me. Uh, he, he might, he might bite. <laughs> hey, is this, who's this mensch? He might say. Says, Come through. Good. Shalom, shalom. shalom good. Oh yeah, he's Jewish, yeah. yeah. Very, very Israeli, that guy. Yeah. Well, not European, but he moved to Israel for a bit. Well, also have some respect. His parents are Jewish though. His, his no, parents no. were Jewish, yeah. Oh, Russian. But I'm saying have some respect. Senza, how dare you? How mm. oh, Portuguese. Dare you. No, do not say. You don't respect. It says, okay, I can't pronounce his, his second name, but Roman Abramovich. Is a Russian, Lithuanian, Israeli, Portuguese billionaire. There we go. And politician. So have some respect. <laughs> Put some respect on his name because he's now part of the EU. Remember oh, that? Come that, on. Because Elizabeth oh, tried to freeze him out. He tried to freeze him out. He said, I've got an angle. <laughs> Listen, Watch this. Senzo, if you're a fan, we can get your shirts. Enjoy no, no, the no, blues. No, Why? No, no. No, no. Ryan, forget Senzo. Well, you see, you're not focused. Just now you were trying to talk to me about one of my favorite bands of all time, like you know what's going on. You guys don't know anything about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I saw them I have live a poster, when they came here. I have a poster in my house where there's only 50 of them in the world. Who's the original guitarist? Who? Are you talking for Shanti? Listen, let me, let me tell yeah, you come something. Come on, bro. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. No, don't say at least. You don't know anything about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Bro, have you I saw them at an underground party. Do you, what, were the, what was the pink uh, bubblegum? Wicks. Yeah, Wicks. There was a stage where Wicks were doing secret underground parties in South Africa. A mate of mine calls me one day and she worked in that industry. She goes, because she knows what I think about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I didn't go when they came here because I always say, no Freshanti, no Chili Peppers, right? And so for those who don't know, any good song you know by Red Hot Chili Peppers was written by Freshanti. The rest of it's all tosh. Anyway, she gives me a call and I hate it. She knows I hate going to town. She says, you will get here now. She didn't tell me what it was. Boom, we go into an underground center. There's Anthony Kiedis warming up. Josh Klinghoffer wasn't that bad. Ryan, let's move on. Don't tell me about it. He followed them around. He was Frishante's like... Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. 
Let's not do this. Rich, I told you, I've got. Tobey Maguire's a good Spider-Man. I've got a poster at my house where there's only fifty in the world. Bro, but like, do you think you're a bigger fan than me? Do you know what I? Do you know for? And you know a lot about music, Ryan. I don't disrespect you. Not this one. No, it doesn't know. I know. I know so many Red Hot Chili Peppers songs on guitar. But, I, I, they were the first band that got John, John Frusciante was the reason I picked up a guitar um, to this day. R.I.P. Frusciante. Speaking about he's alive, he's alive, he's alive. But yeah, and back in Chili Peppers, he's well. back in the band. But yeah. um, speaking of which, you know, in um, in English, like in high school, you have to have five books that you read. Mm-hmm. Do you know what one of my five books was? Mm-hmm. Anthony K.'s uh, autobi- autobiography. That guy is the man. How much did you cry? That man lived quite him, a bit. him and his dog, him? Yeah. That him man lived. Dog. John Wick. He's a legend, <laughs> that guy. All right. <laughs> Ryan, I'll send you the post I got. I didn't know you were a chili pepper fan. Oh, my God. Are you joking? Send you the, the one day we're having a meeting. James pops in the meeting, and I just thought I'd have that in the background. He's like, oh, wild poster, three fire emojis. I said, damn right. You better have some respect. I got two others as well, but I'm not going to say what one the other ones are. One of the greatest bands of all time. That's what I said. Three million. Worth it. You must see the other one I've got. Uh, <laughs> also, f- 50 of them in the whole world. But I'm not going to tell you what the other two are. But bangers. I've, I've got the audio recording of when they were here in Joburg. I, I bought the album. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they would go to every country and actually record their concert live. And then put it up for sale on Live Nation or something. So I've got the Joburg one if you want it. I'm cool. It was great. You ever going to get a, a mask with air con in it? Well, not according to what I am or our post office system. So, <laughs> Ryan's so acid with the South African post office. What South African post office? No good. It's huh? non-existent. No ways. Let's hear it. Roman Abramovich's old squeeze, Dasha Zukova, is a Stavros Niarkos. Yeah. Do you know what Stavros Niarkos was with? Paris Hilton. And all, this is an awesome world, dude. <laughs> this is a, and they were married yeah, two years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is about Roman Abramovich and sport and football and people burning down government buildings. Russian spy who was dressed as a street urchin. That is the world we're living in in 2022. South Africa has no more filter and people can eat at restaurants after 11 o'clock. It's the MKT show. need to get a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich <laughs> and Ryan and Senzo are absolutely useless because they're just thinking about themselves at MKT inspires on social media how do I get a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich <laughs> I gave you I, I gave you solutions you only gave me one idea actually do you know who you need to go there with oh but he's dead now who's that I was gonna say get a get a hold of my living yeah I know he's dead he's a problem solver he was a problem. Criminals, by their very nature, are problem solvers. <laughs> yes. Yes. We don't have money. It's, we need it now. Yeah. How do we get it? It's in the job description. It, like, El Chapo is the best problem solver of all time. Pablo Escobar, bro. Pablo oh, yeah. Emilio Escobar Gaveria. All these guys. That man was a man of solutions. Hey, listen, guys. You've got me. You want to extradite me to the United States? Don't extradite me. I'll clear Colombia's debt. Talk to me about the underground tunnels by El Chapo. These guys are entrepreneurs of another <laughs> oh, no, scale. On another level. That's what somebody was saying. Like, I was watching 
a program about like criminals and like drug lords, like like stapuras. They're like these guys arriving like CEOs like Bill Gates and guys like yeah, they're running proper enterprises. That's what I'm saying. You guys aren't, the, and they know that where their money's going. You guys must apply yourselves like El Chapo did to building a network and a well, multi-level networking yeah, on another a, level, a, a, a multi-billion-dollar <laughs> industry. Yeah, that, literally, dude. Yeah, literally. That's. Do you think I'm telling you now? El Chapo, Bill Gates probably also takes some inspiration from El Chapo. And you guys didn't because you guys can't even solve my problem to have a I'm cup of a coffee with Roman Abramovich. You see, that's I'm not a billionaire. But you have to change your mindset. You too, right? You need to go and watch You know who El Chapo Guzman is? Joaquin I have heard the name Okay so Joaquin Guzman Loera Yeah so go watch You know what Go watch any drug dealer stuff You got Netflix eh? Yeah Just go and look for anything Just say drugs And El Chapo will pop up Or, or uh, uh, who's Pablo, pa- Pablo Emilio Escobar Gaveria You know him right? Yeah, he's the guy The meme where he's sitting alone in the park Right? Oh yeah So that, that that's from Wait the hold sh- on well, What's the show called? Well, Narcos Wait hold on You've never heard of Pablo Escobar before? No, obviously I've heard of Pablo Escobar. Because <laughs> he's not into drugs. No, no, no. He in sense, why in time to No, no, no. No, but I'm with you. Pablo Emilio Escobar. If you're doing four or five lines of cocaine in the world in 1980s, mm. it belongs to Pablo. Problem solver. Unlike you guys, again, problem solver. I have a problem. I want to meet Roman Abramovich. You know, you think the guys Actually, you work with are going to help you solve it, but... Ryan's talking, he's trying to tell me he knows more about red chili peppers than me. Instead of focusing, focus, guys. I, I need to meet Roman within the next 15 years. Al Chapo's not the guy, actually. You must watch another one. Um, have you seen Most Wanted on Netflix? No, but is it, does this have anything to do with me meeting Roman? Abraham? Yes, it does. No, I haven't seen it. Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Okay. Those people are intense. Yeah. See, Al Chapo's boss... <laughs> El Mayo Problem solvers El Mayo See so, Okay Are you going to take any inspiration from uh, the, the world's greatest uh, What's it Narco-terrorist hey, bro, you... Guys I'm giving you one assignment Roman Abramovich Imagine the problems El Chapo had The uh, What's it The DEA uh, He had And uh, he just wants to meet Sean Penn There was There was the American government There was the British government there was the huh? whole world. There was Colombian drug lords. There was his own drug uh, yeah. drug lords within yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Los Zetas, those boys. Look at the problems he solved. I'm just saying, guys, between you, Ryan, can't this you make a phone easy. call? You went to St. David's, man. Can't you make a phone call or two? What? I'll try to reach out for an interview. Plus, you went to St. David's. There must be a couple of Jewish guys there who know Roman. St. David's, not King David. But still, you. Where, where's what's the area? Elova. Elova. Yeah, you grew up in Elova. You know what I'm I saying? I didn't grow up in Elova. I just went to school there. Ah, ah. Same WhatsApp group. Come on now. Make a phone call, you man. Live in, you live here. Come on, Chief, Chief. Come on. I've got other stuff to do. No, guys. no, no, no. What? So I must arrange a meeting for you. <laughs> Who do you think I am? I want problems. Okay, you know You're what? You're taking me with, though. You know what? Fine. If that's your mindset, Senza, even if I meet somebody, I'm like, okay. This, you know, this actually, lady's perfect for sense. I'm never going to introduce you if this is your mindset. You too, right? So if I ever meet, because you, you're saying your mindset is you got your own stuff. Fine. I'm never no, introducing hold on, hold even on, if I meet okay, even let, if I let, meet let, people that are perfect for let, both. Let, of let me let me retract that. Let me no, re- it's no. too late. No, 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 no. no. I'm in my feels now. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come closer, please. <laughs> Listen to me. Okay, bruv, bruv, this is doable, there. And I think I think I'm more of a Roman's guy than you. You'll irritate him. You don't, want to, you don't want to try stuff. No. One <laughs> cup of coffee. Don't you don't want to try stuff. See, you're thinking about the wrong stuff right now. You don't worry about how it's going to go. 
Because you see, you're trying to do too many things. Just get me the cup of coffee. What's Roman? Don't you see? You worried about? Oh, I wonder how it'll go. You see how you're taking your mind there already? Just give me the cup of coffee. Because who knows? Maybe I say come with. You're gonna you, ask about Roman. Roman, Roman is your thing. No, 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 no. I never thought about Roman like that. Like I knew it was like how he moved. And also, I can't chill with these boy. Do you know I want to chill with her? Actually, mm-hmm. actually, I want to chill with um, Kim Jong. Hey, but nah, hey, it's a bit, it's a bit tricky. No, but they were thinking like, like you, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. yeah. Mm, it's a bit tricky. It's yeah. a bit tricky. Because no, what if your tricky. mom sees the photo? Oh, my mom. Yeah. Oh, she's cool with it. With Kim Jong. Yeah. Oh, bro, come on. But how do you know? Yeah, Kim Jong Un. Oh, no, that'll be a weird one. This, this is the man who banned. The, the North American people for laughing for 12 days. Oh, North Korean. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. No, you said North, North American. American. No. What? No. Did I say that? No, mm-hmm. yeah. Different place. Different rules. I meant North Korean. I had North <laughs> Korean in my head. Yeah, he banned them from laughing in any sort of form Actually, of happiness. I know who I want to choose. Donald Trump and Kanye West. But Donald Trump doesn't drink. All right. I'm Kanye West while he's drunk. <laughs> Speaking of those two, then let's, uh, let's move on to something which those two are the masters of. All right, is I was thinking about something. So obviously Lukaku back in the lineup, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My man. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh Romelu. But there was another guy called Antonio Brown, right? And he released a statement this morning telling or, or claiming to tell his side of the story. It's super interesting, dude. Um but I don't really want to get into it. If you want to look up Antonio Brown walking off the field, you can go and look it up. But I was thinking about something is what social media is doing to people in, mm. in, in sport, you know, like just in general, it, it, it came up in general for me, but but in in this case, sport. sport yeah. Like sport is such an intense thing, right? Because there's urgency and there's immediate clarity. You won or you lost, and and that's yeah. quite quick. It's three hours yes. at most, yeah. and then it's the top of the world or it's the bottom of the Rock world. Bottom, yeah. Right? And Antonio Brown and Romelu Lukaku, it's cost them in the last two weeks, right? Because social media can work both ways. Sure. If you are, if you know how to handle it, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo. Kim Kardashian, it takes you to another level. level, yeah. But what it tells me it, with people like Kim Kardashian and people that have made it work for them, and to an extent a Paul Pogba, these types of guys, where mm. is that social media is only going to make you more of who you are because it it doesn't. It's a bad way to try and hide yourself, right, and try and be fake because fake gets exposed quite quickly. You yeah. look at Paul Pogba for no matter what people think about Pogba, never anything off the field. Never. He's yeah. a professional. Yeah, he's a Paul profession. Pogba is the ultimate pro- pro's pro. Yeah. There's never been he's late. There's never been he's out of shape. Paul Pogba is a he's into the football thing. Yeah. To and one of my favorite things in the world is I believe keep the main thing the main thing in life. Yeah. Like there's a great saying, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main, the main thing. thing. And I'm not sure if Lukaku and Antonio Brown have had somebody um kind of tell them this because they're also sensitive people. That's true. Social media is not for sensitive people, especially when you're a winner. Because, listen, Antonio just to Brown. be a footballer yeah. or a soccer player, you've got to be a winner in life. life. Yeah, true. You don't just get there as much as we all think, oh, this, that. It's uh, Jesse Lingard once got in trouble for saying 0.04% of the world's population get into the Premier League. It's less than 1% of the population that's ever lived will have played in the Premier League, right? Mm. So I was just thinking about this. Is... Should everyone have social media? Like, like if you're a sportsman, should every person have social media? Bro, should, not even everybody in the population should have social media. Now you're taking sportsmen. You know what I mean? And they're, those are the most privileged people on earth. Mm. 
because you get to do what you're doing from being like as a kid, like you're you're playing and you're earning gajillions, astronomical amounts of money. Yeah, doing it. Yeah, can I? I, I don't know. It's the thing of like you're earning extra. Nah, you you'll go mad. You go tell people. I'd go tell people. Who are you? What do you think, right? You think everyone should have social media? Thing is, right? If you zoom out on the point of social media. Forget all the nonsense that people write on there. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I don't think you should put your your feelings on social media in any event. No matter no matter what, don't don't go voice your opinions. There's no such thing as um, freedom of speech, as mm-hmm. much as they say it is. Mm-hmm. Somebody will find that and use it against you in some sort of thing. But Sh- the sure. whole thing is right. When it comes to sportsmen, social media is a side hustle. Because the thing is, look at uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is the most followed athlete of all time. He's the most followed person on Instagram in the world. Yeah, but I mean, aside from that, yeah. he's the most followed athlete in the world. Sure. Should he decide to leave football? You know how many people want that reach? So sponsors will come in and just want to use the account for adverts. Gotcha. <laughs> right. So it's all a, it's, it's a side hustle. <laughs> yeah. You said, aside from that, he's the most followed athlete. I said, never mind athlete. He's the most followed person on Instagram in yeah, the but world. Yeah, but but, still but I think a, the point is, is to say that it's... It's a billboard. It is a billboard. Because also, the thing about Cristiano Ronaldo is he's kept the main thing the main thing. Yeah. If he, Cristiano Ronaldo stops winning... By the way, in two years after Cristiano Ronaldo stops football... Everybody thought David Beckham would be famous forever. When was the last time you spoke about David Beckham? Yesterday. Who's that? <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got a bit of a fanboy thing with da- David Beckham. But nobody cares who David Beckham is now. No, no, no. Come on. But no. No, 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 get over yourself. Like, we're talking about Kim Kardashian now, right? There's a news. Like, we're at yeah, a different time yeah, now. Of course. Nobody cares who David Beckham is. Quite frankly. And I love David Beckham, by the way. I want to be clear. I love him. I, I'm, I'm not denigrating the great David Beckham. What I'm saying is, yeah, you're right, Kim yeah. Kardashian in five years' time will be nobody. Everybody yeah. thought Britney Spears yeah, forever. Nobody. You know what I mean? When no, was the last time you spoke be... about Britney Spears? No, no, I'm talking about Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kim Kardashian, you forget, like they say, uh, what's it? The devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. <laughs> works harder. And no. so she will, she'll make that family relevant in five years. But I'm saying, the uh, thing is, right? Yeah. During your, during your sporting career, you're a billboard, essentially. Mm-hmm. You're a walking billboard. Yeah, well, that's why the, you that, get the endorsements you do. That's why, that, you know. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, if That's you, why you can say agua. If you're a person working at the bank, you're a billboard as well. Ah. Uh, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. With you. And, and no, athletes, nobody cares who a bank teller is. No. When when you go to your when you go to your bank, do you say you know that guy? Yeah. He, I, he was the best banker I've ever met. No, you no. don't. Sportsman. Social media. Social media. They need social media. So okay, so you're saying they should have definitely. I I, I think so, but, but they get, must but get other people to manage it. Re- refrain from saying that. you don't see Cristiano Ronaldo going on saying, "Ah, United was a mistake. Maybe I should know." Because he's self-aware he's, and he plays for Man United. He, he knows anything he says. Well, some people might say he's not self-aware for joining Man United. Well, how many followers does he have on uh, Instagram? Let's call it Instagram. Too many. Too many. I'm sure, I'm sure it's over two, maybe 215 million. But, but, but who cares? I mean, once you get past 150 million. That's ridiculous. But I'm right? saying that's 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 an incredible reach just for one person to have. Okay, but you, you're just talking about the business side of it, right? I'm saying they're still people, right? Like the yeah. thing about people, people get sad, people get emotional, like like sure, you know, people in let's take it to normal life. People make mistakes. They cheat on their wives all the time, right? We 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 are so 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 vulnerable as as people. And my question is. Should everyone have it? Because 
Not everybody, number one, knows how to handle success. Cristiano Ronaldo has 315.75. Okay, so, so it's, it's a lot, right? Is, is, I, I hear what you're saying on the billboard part. Yeah. But sometimes, and Senzo touched on this, is think about real life. You have certain friends who have a certain type of parent. And you go there and you go, yes, bro, that guy's dad's strict. You might be sensitive to feedback like, hey, what are you doing? Mm. That might be a parenting style. But some people need that. Some people flourish with that kind of feedback. Mm. Some people need a, Ryan, it's going to be okay if you break a mug. Whereas some father might go, what the hell are you doing? Are you an idiot? Yeah. And that hits different parts of us. Not everybody is very good at taking negative feedback. And, you know, I saw it in boarding school that I was more built for that intense Constant on negative feedback because that's all boarding school is. It's like the, it's a miniature army. version and it's not close to the army, yeah. but it's constant negative feedback because they're trying to break you. Like the people yeah. don't know this. It's, they, they're always trying to break you to see who the special ones in inverted commas are. That's what they're trying to do the whole time. If you send your kids to university, I tell parents all the time, boarding school is to try and break you at all times. They are constantly trying to work on you because they're trying to find the leaders. Mm. They're trying to find the ones that, oh, okay, no, our system, our, our school is built for this type. And there's very, very few. Boarding school is hell for most people who stay there, right? There are very, very few who survive and make it to the top. Because people are sensitive. We all are. Like, it's, it's hard to hear you're a piece of boop, whatever it may time. be, right? All the time. And if you're Romelu Lukaku and, and these types of people where, I mean, Lukaku's now shown he's a sensitive person. Antonio Brown's shown... I don't know if they should have social media. And to your point, maybe they should because of your point, right? It's a billboard. You only get to play, what, eight, ten years if you're lucky yeah. in whatever sport you're doing. You need the billboard, but take it out of your hands because you don't need Antonio Brown seeing, seeing mm. you're a bum every day. You know, you, do you know what I mean? No, I, I agree. It does It does play quite a, I want to say, detrimental role. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think... Some people can handle in some, yeah, some people. Like, Paul Pogba is a great example. Paul Pogba will never post his feelings on anything like that, but a new haircut. He's magnificent. He, he will do it. He's a, he's a, he's a rock star and a god on social yes, media. Yeah, because, You're right. He's yeah. a template, huh? It, ooh, well, if you want to post your, your personal life like that, you know what I mean? Like, Pogba will post, like, what he's doing, like... Yeah, but he's not posting his thoughts on the COVID vaccine. Yeah, because, like, he's... Like, some athletes are doing that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but, like, he's self-aware. He knows that, uh, I'll show you my new Ferrari. Do you think he's managing his own social media? To I an extent. It's almost too I good not to. To an extent. You think so? To an extent. I think, fa- I think Facebook pages are always professionally handled, only because it's a bit complicated and there's not much controversial. to say. Yeah, yeah. But I think Instagram pages like stories and Twitter. It's not uh, Twitter, quite anything personal. goes on Twitter. Yeah, anything quite goes on Twitter because you can say anything. Unless you're Donald Trump and you you know, you get banned from, you have to do a lot to get banned. I mean, ISIS and the Taliban have Twitter. I mean, Twitter accounts. They Donald were Trump they were on rowboats. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on Instagram. The yeah. Swan rowboats. Yeah. yeah, with like AKs. They just people. They just people. They were listening to Drake, or was that just somebody? Yeah, they were listening to Drake. Yeah. So the thing is, right? They're people too, you know. It also. It also comes down bad, to that. Bad people, to be clear. It comes down to that. Athletes are people too. People like social media because they like to show people who they've grown up with in their circles that, yeah. you know what, I've worked hard to get you. And so they also want that same validation. Maybe 
Maybe they have their own personal Facebook, you know, where they only have their friends in that circle. Absolutely. They also want to just show people, you know, I've worked really hard to get you. And but then let me ask you this, both of you then, mm. is that, you know, we're at the dawn of social media. Yeah. Right? A lot of people think, oh, this is the end. I think it's just getting started. Yeah. Because this is version one. Yeah. We're going to refine again. The of course. planet meta, we can see where they're taking it. We're about to go version two very, very quickly. Technology is getting insane. Mm. Should players immediately, should there be tiers like Pogba, Ronaldo, you know, you know that echelon of mental above 50 million followers almost handed over? Not because you don't want to share with your fans, purely because the cost of one little thing is it's too, too great financially. Yes. I, I was thinking about this. Yes. Just, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, well, I, I agree. I, I think you should because the thing is like, you know, the problem with that now, you know what? We don't understand the monster that Kim Kardashian has created now. You know what I mean? Sure. Bro, no one's life, and I'm saying absolutely no one's life, is that awesome. That's why half, half, this is why half the world is depressed. Because they see something on social media, they're like, oh, why am I not doing that? You know what I mean? Got you. No one's life is that awesome. Like now, it's, you feel like you have access to people. You feel like you personally know a star mm. because of... Whereas before, you know, we were coping just fine and stuff like that. Even p- famous people, they are going dilly because of what some 13-year-old kid said to you mm. on social media. That's why Kevin Durant, like, he's losing his, his mind. He's got burner accounts. Like, burner accounts. Like Five. Like, Can I tell you what's so funny the other day? And it, it made me laugh. I was in a restaurant the one day, right? And I thought I recognized this one person um, who was working at the restaurant. Looked them up. It was them. And I was like, how weird is, is that what I just did? Because what I essentially just did was, I felt like I was in, in the Pokemon TV show. I essentially recognized the name. Yeah. And you Googled went on it. my phone, Googled it, brought up a whole post. I can see what that person was doing yesterday, what they're wearing yesterday, what they posted yesterday, their thoughts this morning. Yeah. Like, I can gauge a full profile on someone without even going to so much as shake their hand. How Bule- crazy is that? Bulelo, I'll tell you the, the like it was, it was outrageous to me. So our, our friend of mine, who's very prominent, you know, right? We went to lunch the one time, right? And he was getting Instagram DMs. Is that you and so and so sitting across the table from me? <laughs> like he was just like, this is ridiculous. I understand why famous people, like I'm talking like super famous people, people like who are verified, don't like to leave their houses to go do normal people things. It's too much. And look, man. And I hear what you guys are saying. I just, you haven't really answered my question because for me, I'm starting to wonder whether if, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo and, and again, Romelu Lukaku and Antonio Brown need someone to take their phones away. Can I, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Will it F your money up? That's what I'm saying. That's the bottom line at the end of the day. Will it F my money up? Because, and that's such an important question. You know why? It's that, CEOs can earn their money for 45 years. Sportsmen will earn CEO money if you're lucky 10 years. If you're lucky yeah. 10 years. It's like after that, what does Antonio Brown do? Because the other thing about, about what people, what young people don't realize, at least half the world just wants to see the world burn. Yes. So when they're gassing you on, yeah, AB, get them, boy. They're not doing that because you're AB. There'll be another AB they'll support because mm. they just feel like, I'll just fight the man. 
AB's fighting the man. No, I'm what you have company. to do is separate yourself from, are they supporting me or are they living in a dingy world where they just want to see the world burn? And Mystery it's hard to do company. that. Because like you said, Ryan, if I haven't shaken your hand, I, I can't shake. Uh, what's Ronaldo's following? 315, 315 million, million people. people. Yeah. You have 5 million followers. You, you, they, you know, it's something called Dunbar's number, right? And, yes, I've heard of this. And in the uh, Dunbar's number essentially proposes that 149 relationships is the uh, 149 complicated, complex, deep relationships are the maximum number um, of complex relationship that the human brain, uh, we, we call it the frontal cortex, can actually hold. So the premium is 149 relationships is actually what you need. So they, they've looked at societies uh, from Inuits to tribes back in the day without knowing uh, uh, so social science. Every single tribe right, where it worked was 149 yeah. without anybody manufacturing that. So, yeah. so Dunbar's number says – says to us social media is a bad way to talk to each other because your your brain actually right cannot handle that amount of feedback it, it can't handle the, the amount of interaction we have now and See, now it's going to cost you five million dollars right well the perfect person to ask about this is elon musk as we know he has a twitter account and is an alien and whenever he puts a tweet out it depends on how the stock market's going to go. And it's happened a couple times now where... Did he, you see Flex the other day? He, he put a tweet out that influenced a certain coin. So he I don't know if he would invest in it before. Then he put a tweet out. Then everyone buys it because Elon's on the train. Mm -hmm. goes up. Elon can sell it for a lot of money. But also, he said something about Tesla the other day that brought the company down a bit. Mm -hmm. And he, I think he lost like $15 billion Yeah. In, yeah. in one tweet. Within an hour... He just tweeted that one thing, and he lost $15 billion. But you saw, but you saw what happened with Ronaldo. He took a Coca-Cola bottle off a table to put it forward. Coca-Cola lost 4% four, market share. Mm. <laughs> but, but, but this is what's at play, right? It's why I'm asking whether people like Lukaku and Antonio Brown. because They're not self-aware. The thing is, sometimes we forget that these are 25, 26-year-old old people. Exactly. You don't know. Uh, I have bad news for people, bad and good news. You have no idea what you're doing at 35 in life. Forget yeah. 25. At 25, you're, by the way, neurologically, that's, this is not my opinion, right? Neurologically, at 25 years old, you're still not an adult. Men, yeah. men fully develop by about 32. Your neurological, um, state finishes at 32. Women, 28. So it's children with adult money. And well, here's the one thing I know about men for sure, money, yeah. right? Men, 100% for sure. When you give them money, they feel like the ornament in their pants gets inches longer. Yeah. Now you're 25. It's a pissing contest. You have no idea at 25 what you're doing. In and life. you're a multi-millionaire. Like 25-year-olds have no idea what they're doing. Now you're on TV. Every corporate is pulling at you. It is there? I can only imagine. I know a few prominent people whose DMs are on fire. I can only imagine what Romelu Lukaku's DMs, DMs are, are doing, doing in a positive and negative sense. It's for me, I just don't see why sportsmen, the, the connection with fans is not worth the one mistake costing you like Romelu right. Lukaku. You're right. Like, I'm sorry. I, for me, if, if I was a sportsman today, and I obviously it's easy that they say, the great saying goes, youth is wasted on the young. I wouldn't have a, a social media account that I'm controlling. Like, like Ryan said, I have a billboard thing. And I pay somebody a million dollars a year to take care of it. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, I've, I hear what you're saying because 
you must see a lot of these these guys. So I know like David Beckham, for example. He's got an Instagram account, but he doesn't have Twitter. Because also the way things come out on Twitter, it's so it's so quick and it's so fast paced and people are just like shooting edge. Instagram, there's an element of control. I take a photo, I see if I, want to, if I like the photo or whatever, and then I post it. Instagram, I mean, not Instagram, Twitter, you just write something, yeah. send. And by the time you get to deleted, the world has seen no, it already. It's too late. It's too late. There's too many screenshots. There's just, it's too late now. So Even if it's a second of the, if it goes, like, it, it's gone, bro. Do, do you have people in your lives that you've ever advised to get off social media? Because, yes. again, we're not all the same. I, I can only see the world through my own eyes. And my eyes tell me I'm quite good at handling negative feedback because I remember myself at 15. I remember myself at 16, boarding school, pro sport. Like I'm great at handling negative feedback. And I had a super strict dad, right? Super strict. So, And my dad's not a shouter, but the, it, it was really, really tight as a child. And I responded, relatively speaking, quite well to it. So I know that I respond well I, like I'm not a oh, I can't believe somebody said that to me type person just because it got built into me but I think and I don't know if you can you can ever have self-awareness for people constantly calling you a loser and whatever mm. um, on social media but do you think maybe maybe less of the world needs to be on social media more of the because I love social media by the way because I don't take it seriously I think it's, it's a place to like, like sport it's a place to celebrate and have fun and take the mickey but some people take things really personally. The th- the thing in fact, sorry, most people in the world are human and take it personally. The mm. thing is, like, if you don't, if you're not gonna, as you say, if you're not gonna like what people are gonna say about you, keep it to yourself. Keep your art to yourself. Keep your thoughts to yourself. Keep you. You know what I mean? So don't have social media. Yeah, don't. Don't. I mean, now you can't chastise people for not liking what you tweet and giving you criticism, and then you're gonna cry about it. What you say, right? I think. It's, it's social media is, is so weird for me because I was never allowed on social media as a kid. My, my parents uh, made sure. Rightfully so. Um, I think the first time I was on social media was in grade eight. Like, Jeez. I had, I had mixed it, but, but I had to discuss with my parents. It was like a, a month discussion to Excellent. get it once a lot of people had it. And now I see the value in that. And I only got like my Facebook page in, in, in 2010. But Ryan, sorry, I got to come in there. That's a real conversation because what up? I don't know what parents are up to. Mm. I don't want to pretend it's being e- it's easy being a parent because I don't know. I, I mean, if you had me as a child, it was a nightmare. But at what stage do we blame parents? Because your parents are OG now for, for that. Yeah. L- like, there's no perfect parent. The people must stop going on Instagram and saying perfect parenting. It's nonsense. It doesn't exist, right? There's no perfect dad or mom out there. Is that your parents are OG for what they did. At what stage? And should we blame parents for an increasing anxiety level in our society for not stopping kids? On these things, or do we say, "Listen, parents have to go to work, go shopping, bring stuff home, have a home, listen, look after wife, husband." Like, where's the line? Who should stop kids? It's Bruh. a thing of, it's a thing of, and I've come to realize this, right? And I've seen it happen. I've obviously awoken with with uh, social media. I've seen a lot of it happen. I, I personally don't care for it too much. I, I share a couple things, and I enjoy, you know, I enjoy going on social media. I'm not, I'm not going to say I don't go on it at all, but. One thing I notice is when there's something missing in someone's life, it's I feel like it's fulfilled with social media. Have you ever seen a breakup mm. happen? Yeah. He's, All of a sudden, very right, you become very, like, 
those people who broke up are start posting more. They're like almost advertising themselves. That's what I see social media is. That's, it's self-promotion. Do you think that's dangerous or good? It depends. It's dangerous. It depends. I think, yeah, because the thing is, you're you're in a, in, a, in an emotional state, and you you're telling the world, I don't need anyone, but 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 you posting about it. I like, see what you're saying. That's yeah, smart. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like for me, as that's I say, great, yeah. yeah, as I say, you need to be very headstrong because, like now, if parents are saying, okay, cool, if you leave it to the parents now, the only way, trust me, the only way your kid is not going to be on social media, if they. If they are not near any electronics Tell you what, we're going to talk about it on the other side, right? And I want to hear what your parents had to say Because there may be people who listen to this show Who think we're just a bunch of numbnuts Who can't even organize a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich That's uh, Ryan and, and Senzo But that was that was big man thing. Uh, that's grown-up talk, what you guys are saying And uh, I respect very much what you guys are talking about And I think a lot of the world needs to hear this But I, I want to hear how your parents managed the situation um, Coming up after this On, I've got to accept this I'm never going to have a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich no. while I'm rolling with Senzo and Ryan. Challenge accepted. I don't think you guys are going to do it. Challenge accepted. I'm looking you dead in the eye right now. Challenge accepted. Ladies and gentlemen, hit, hit me up on the MKT show or MKT Inspires. Senzo Sitebe or Ryan James Tinline. Will they ever organize a cup of coffee with Roman Abramovich? On the other side, how did Ryan's parents keep him away from the socials? The MKT show. So Antonio Conte is in a bit of a situation ship right now. Because now he's at Tottenham and it got real last night. He played a full team. Chelsea's second team could have won three or four. So weird seeing him stand there. Who, Conte? Because he, like, he was on the team. It's like seeing, it's like seeing your ex-wife getting married to someone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not and, really. And she invites yeah. you. What are you doing there? If you're still in your fills, like, what are you, like, what are you doing there? Still weird. I like. I liked Conte. I really did. He always looked like he was nervous. Like, no, no, no. That man. This fire. Trust me. If he was angry, you saw it. That's He's Italian, pain. bro. He's Italian. So what are you saying? Italians are angry, or no? They fiery people. They got they. They don't suppress. They've got that thing. Mm, they don't suppress. So tell me this: Would you go to, hypothetically, of course, would you go to your ex-wife's wedding if she invited you? Only the supermodel. <laughs> Because she'll have supermodel friends. Yeah, but you wouldn't take your your. W- would your you take your, wife? Yeah, would you take your new wife? Hmm? Would you ever take your new wife to your ex-wife's wedding? No. Is that weird? It is weird. Is that weird, right? How is it weird, bro? Like, think of it like this, right? When you talk to a female f- friend of yours, okay. What does your girlfriend normally ask you? How do you know her? <laughs> <laughs> no, I must explain now. We used to play tonsil hockey. <laughs> wow. And you think that's going to sit well with her? Mm. It's going to go, then why are we here? No, enough said. Enough said since I'm out. Salt. The defense can rest. The defense can rest. All right. That's solid advice. I think that's solid advice. Anyone who wants to keep their current relationship going, that's solid advice. Before we were um, we were talking about Ryan and his parents managing to somehow keep him off social media for his first 
13, 14 years of life. So, Ryan, what was the story? Did your parents, did they come to you and say, do absolutely do not go on there? Or did they come to you and say, what did they say? Well, number one, I mean, we had dial-up for the longest time. So, you know, we didn't have, I didn't have much internet access. And then when we still, when we started getting it, I wanted to, I didn't understand how the whole social media thing worked. I mean, MySpace was a thing back then. Um, but I, I never, I, I didn't jump on that train enough. Eventually when I hit high school, I, was, I asked my parents, I said, can I please get, you know, <laughs> everyone in my class has it. But, but, but stop there. Mm, I, mm. I want to ask you something. Yes. How is it? Are, are you just super close to your family? Because most kids don't go and speak to their parents about a lot of the things that are happening. They just go and do them. I, I consult my parents in almost everything that is, I do. I find that amazing. That's I find great. that to be an awesome thing, by That's the way. Amazing. You don't know. That means you must have a great relationship with your parents. Like, yeah. I find that, but, but Ryan, you, I think you're, you're saying it because you think that's how everyone lives or not. No, I, I discovered this. I thought it was a normal thing. When, when did you discover that you being, having the, I believe the honor and pleasure of being this close to your parents was unique to you? I don't know. I just, during high school, I started seeing a lot of guys were, were quite independent in, in, in the decisions, in the decisions they did and, and made. Mm. And I was like, but how don't you consult your, your parents on that? And they were like, what do I need to consult my parents? And so, so that's interesting. When did that start? Like early on, have you, is it your personality or was it just how it is at home? Oh, anything specific or just in general? No, no I just mean, I just mean, yeah, anything specific. Do you consult your friends a lot? Are you just that kind of person or did your parents encourage that in you early that, listen, we, we don't mind what you do, but we must just talk about it. Just let us know. Or, or how did they create that environment for you to feel safe enough to go to them, as, especially as a child when, Actually, the aim of a 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old boy is to be cool. And sometimes being cool isn't doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? I've never thought hanging out with my parents or consulting my parents or anything wasn't a cool thing. Dude, never... oh, we need to clip that. Yeah. We must clip that. that. That's one of the most awesome things yeah. I've ever heard in my life. What you have just said is one of the most awesome things. You don't know how rare what you're saying is. That oh. is an awesome thing. And I want to say I've never met Ryan's parents. I don't know Ryan's parents, mom and dad. But I want to say congratulations for raising a child who would say that about you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what every parent wants to hear. Like, you know what I mean? Because we haven't primed Ryan to say this. Yeah, exactly. But that, that's what you know that your parent, you know, you know that that means you've done a sound job. You know, every parent, that's how you know that you've done a sound job on your on your kid. Because that means, okay, he's going to talk to us first. You know what I mean? No matter how big or small the decision is. And we're putting the, Ryan's, Ryan's an adult. The fact that he can say that, okay, cool, I consult my parents on every unsolicited. Unsol- and unsolicited. Ryan, what he's just said now, I have we haven't told Ryan to say this, and his parents haven't told him to say this. And the thing is, as well, Ryan, you know, you can see Ryan is not like you know, he wasn't one of those kids where his parents like boxed him off and all, like you know, don't go, don't, you know, <laughs> you see Ryan, Ryan's about very, it. Yeah, he's about <laughs> it. He's about that. But life. like the fact <laughs> he, that, he wore a bumblebee jacket in the studio, yeah, the, the, <laughs> which the, cost him a fortune. Yeah, the fact that he's, you know. Self-aware enough to say, okay, major decisions, like, you know, things that are going to impact me and, you know, how are they going to impact me? You know, I need to talk to my parents about it first. That's, no, in, that's, that's paramount. It says, it's, 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 what does it say about them? Forget about I mean. Ryan for a second. It's so hard in this world, especially in a world where, you know, we, what it tells me is they've got a mentality because we know how people are out here, especially now in the modern era. 
everybody wants to be the perfect mom and dad. And what, what it tells me, and I don't know, again, your, 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 the, the Tin Line family. Yeah. But what it tells me is they weren't looking outside. Because what they said was, Ryan's mom and dad, I don't know whether it was conscious or whatever. Maybe they need to be releasing parenting seminars. We're doing it how we're doing it. Yeah, of course. No, but this you know how enough. a lot of parents are not. Yeah, they, they yeah. want to be the perfect mom. They want to be the perfect dad. There's no perfect thing. Mm-mm. Ryan's parents probably said, "No, you know, what? forget this. This is how we're going to hey, conduct our business here." Yeah, this is how we're going to conduct our business. Ryan, the negotiation is there's no negotiation. Yeah, we <laughs> or do not negotiate with terrorists. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, shout out, Ryan. That's an awesome thing, dude. That's powerful, bro. And it's I congratulate your parents for being whatever because. Children are a nightmare. We need to hear this as kids. I don't think we hear this enough about ourselves. We are a nightmare. From day zero, we are constantly sucking, literally, uh, for a certain amount of time. And then, <laughs> you, you know, in other senses, from our parents. From day zero, minute zero, we are sucking from them. Mm, Whether taking. emotionally, we're money, taking. physically, uh, if your mom's breastfeeding early on. We are sucking. taking. We're they taking are. from we, them. We don't give back. If we're lucky, we start at 30 giving back. Mm. Like, lucky. Sportsmen are unique. Uh, you know, Zuckerberg's unique where they can start. But we do not start giving back to our parents. Now, a parent might tell you, oh, the emotions and connection with children is a gift for them. But I, I'm just talking in the tacit physical sense. So, Ryan, I want to know a little bit more about how you managed. So, so you consulted them on everything from early on. Mm-hmm. So you, you never thought to yourself, I want my space and I'll do it by a different name. Yeah, no. Um, I had discussions. Look, we have disagreements. Of course. Like not any normal human being yeah, does. And, you know, I'll, I'll say to my dad, I want to buy that bumblebee jacket. Here's the price tag. And my dad says, you're out of your mind. But I, I consulted him on it first. And I, <laughs> I've actually become a lot like my mom and dad. When, when it comes to like buying things or making big decisions, I often think, like, what would they do? Because the thing is, another thing is, my dad never had his parents growing up. By 21, my dad's parents both had passed. Mm. Mm. And my dad had to just sort of figure, figure it, out. it out. So my dad is, my dad's, you know, struggled a lot. And my mom's from Zim. And they came here when Mugabe came into power. Mm-hmm. And my gran and my grandfather had started from, from nothing. They were like living in a caravan for for two years mm-hmm. while my mom was in boarding school. And so, yeah, I, I figured I'm so lucky to just have my parents on speed dial. Jeez, to, um, so yeah, I, I consult them on everything and we have our disagreements on things, but my dad gives me, well, he gave me as a kid, they both gave me the freedom to make the decisions I wanted to make, but they would outline the consequences that came with it. That's mm. the thing. And they would say, it's up to you. But so like with the social media thing, my mom and dad spoke a lot about it, and eventually they said it's fine. They didn't have to manage it. They don't manage any of my social media. They don't have apps to track what I've said. None of that. Like, it's it's a pure trust factor. But, um, you know, my mom still, she still goes on my Facebook page and says, Ryan, don't don't comment on stuff like that. Because she's, she's worried about, my, my mom's very worried about the impact of social media. Like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm one to challenge things. As you know, I've, I've got some... Big time opinions. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That, that's and no lie. Sometimes I, I get, I get pushed over the edge and I want to have my say and I'll, I'll type You're something impulsive, out. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite impulsive. And so sometimes I'll, I'll put a comment or two up and then my mom freaks out. But 
yeah, I, I generally I try and hold back on the social but media. Uh, have now. you ever deleted a comment that your mom said that's too much? Like in the last year? Yeah. Okay, so you still got that relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like as well, like you know, sometimes I used to post statuses and like about songs and stuff, and like my my mom would just like you know be like. You can't say that you can't, but I'm like, it's a song. My mom was like, but still, I was like, mm. you know what I mean? It's a song. Like you post things and, and also it would be in, in quotation marks. It's just like, look, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you what to post and what not to post, but some people, you know, you see people screenshot everything and they post funny material. Cause like people want to see other people have a meltdown. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, check at this guy. He's unhinged. Mm. You know what I mean? And you don't want to, the thing is you don't want to be a meme. You don't want people to talk about you, but the, the rate at which it's happening at, you know, this guy does this. Next day it's this guy. Next day it's this guy. Like there's now nothing is like outrageous. I mean, people are filming themselves shooting people in 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 in, in mosques and stuff like that. On like That's you crazy. know, there's no end to it. Mm. There's no end to it. It's like who can be the most hardcore? Who can say the most? Who can say the funniest stuff? You know what I mean? You, you know, Ryan. The the and I do know what you mean, Senzo. It's like what you're saying now, I think is going to connect with a lot of people. Um, and I'm just presuming that because it connects with me, right? Is that because it's so disposable now, we forget that things said and things done connect with real human beings. They are, they are not robots. So if I say to you, F you, Ryan, F you, Senzo, it's going to land differently with both of you because you are not robots. Mm. It's, not just, it's not just input, process, output, Right. There's a little, that process part is where people forget that that's happening. Is that, and also, by the way, how you communicate, right, out. So as the communicator and the instigator of a message and the receiver of a message affects both of us. If I say F you to you, Ryan, right, mm. number one, I'm pu- I've pushed that out to you. How you respond to that affects me as the person that communicated the message. So as people are pushing stuff out on social media, as kids post on social media, Right, it's releasing not just endorphins, but there's a range of um, sort of hormones that are being released as you hit send. Right, and I haven't seen the social dilemma. I just know how genetics works because it was part of my learning at school. Is that you know, then people respond. You know, because remember when we when we say something, think of when you. The first date you go on with someone or whatever, you present a certain thing. You think you look a certain way. Yeah. You think you sound a certain way. She, she he will receive you in a different, different way and immediately give you feedback. Mm. Now imagine 15 million people doing that. Because ultimately we all want to be loved. I don't care how hardcore you think you're, unless you're a psychopath, right? Unless you're Christian Bale in American Psycho. Phenomenal role. Yeah. Seen that, right? No. Put that on your list. Put it on your list, bro. American Psycho, Christian Bell. Put that on your list, and unless you're Great that physique. psychopath, yeah. I mean, he's working out and weird, but awesome. Um, unless you're that, we all want to be loved. We all want everyone to love us. I don't we, care how hardcore you, you want, think you, you are. You want adulation, and when the feedback doesn't come like that, bad. It doesn't come the way you intended it to come. Yeah. Even if so, so let's say I give you fifteen messages positive. And I give you one negative. Most people will only ever remember yeah, the one negative, yeah. And it sits and it it manifests. So, Ryan, shout out to you and shout out to your parents for being able to manage that emotional roller coaster that that is being a child, being a child in in a evolving world, and also keeping that channel because I love that it was based on trust. Mm. Because 
the evidence is clear now. When people feel like you trust them, it's clear they make better decisions. When people sure. feel like you give them the room to make decisions, right, they will make the decisions based off a template. Yes. When people feel boxed in, that they'll let you know. If you unhinged, but even by their actions. And you know, when you feel boxed in, you actually won't make the decision that you wanted to make. Yeah. You'll make the decision that that rebels. Yes. If you feel trusted. It's like I'm gonna because when you feel trusted, you're gonna think about it. You, you know, you you might write it down. You might, but also you might. Do you know what the thing is like with, with trust? You might say, oh, "Are these people really interesting me to do this?" And you might take a step back and say, "Wait, hold on. What responsibility am I really being given here?" You know what I mean? How do I, you know, navigate this best as possible? Like if I t- think of it like this, let's say your girlfriend is in town. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, you can go out with the guys. You're going to question that decision. Like, why is she giving me a visa, like, to do whatever I want? And you end up not, like, going crazy. Yeah. By ten you in bed, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but it's real. The guys I know, where there's none of that, I've ne- like, there's very few people in my life who are here, oh, I got a visa. The guys who are here, a visa, they're the ones wiling out. They're the ones drinking ten shots. Yeah, bro, I gotta be back or whatever. The guys who have that trust and the relationship is where we're two different people that can exist together. They're the guys who they don't go out to get smashed because mm. they could get smashed with their girlfriend. You, you, you know what I mean? Trust is is such a rare commodity, and the thing about trust as well, especially the younger we are, that I remember, right? Is I I don't have a similar uh, I don't have the same relationship with uh, my parents as you do, um, right? But the one thing I I can say to this day about my father is I trust him implicitly because he was such a disciplinarian, but there was never any threat. I'm going to be hit or whatever is the lines are very, very clear and there's food at home and there's stuff and there's, you are safe here. And my father is big on, I'm going to create all the conditions in the world for you to succeed. If one thing I I must say for my father is he's a provider, right? And he's always been that he's been on it since the beginning is especially when it comes to education. My dad will pay for anything. He will pay for any. So what you're saying, and my point is this, when I felt trusted, I used to make incredible decisions. Yeah. Like, like without my father, I would have never put in the work I put in for sport. Like, cause I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I've always been that. I've never been a talented person. I've always been a workaholic. But when my dad created those environments of standards, and he took me to like the school of excellence and he made sure I got in and he made sure I always had that stuff with education. I had everything. I had every mm. ad maths, what like I had it all. Now in education, I didn't quite come. <laughs> I didn't come to the party, the but, but, but in football, w- football in particular, football and cricket, but he trusted me implicitly. He like he, and there was a, there was that environment at home and it's coming to, now as I'm 35, I'm seeing the benefits of, being trusted early and what it did for me then, I'm now seeing what it's doing for me now as an adult. So that's an awesome thing, bro. Um, but just chime in there. Do you know what they say about control? <laughs> Controls are a very funny thing because you don't know how much you have of it until you have none at all. Mm, mm, mm. No, well said, man. Like it's because you're right. Like when when you feel like somebody trusts you, you know you. In essence. You won't do anything to abuse that trust because you you know this this person trusts me. When when you feel like you've got no control, you're boxed in. You are like a threatened animal. 
you just unleash mm, mm. and you are very unpredictable and anything can happen anything can happen and trust is so rare but because mm. because unlike most stuff trust is a behavior yes i, I cannot trust your words like you can't build trust by talking it into my head i have to see you over an extended period of time behave a certain way like the great Stephen Covey, not sure if you've ever read a book, but I highly recommend it, called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of the greatest lines in the history of mankind, I believe, was the great Stephen Covey. And he says, you cannot talk your way out of something you behaved yourself into. Right? I'll say that again for, for anybody listening on the podcast. You cannot talk your way out of something you behaved yourself into. That is 3,000%. Right? True and trust is a performance act. It is not anything else. You can't. It's, you can't say it. I, I know I say it jokingly sometimes to you guys. The people I don't trust are people who say trust me. No, so show me, show me who you are. Don't tell me who you are. And trust is an awesome thing. And shout out to you, Ryan, because also trust is a. It's quite a burden. Yeah. When your parents trust you, or your girlfriend trusts you, there's uh, the expectations. You must deliver. There are expectations. Yeah. You, you, you don't just get to say, oh, she trusts me or my mom trusts me. And then, oh, that's enough. All right. I'm off. I'm going to do <laughs> cocaine. No. <laughs> you, you've, it's a two-way thing, right? Is you're part of a contract. Trust is a contract as well, in my belief. Uh, you know, I may be wrong. No, and you're pe- right. And people may see it another way. You know, I, I, I'm not the president of human beings, thank goodness for most human beings. <laughs> but trust is fantastic. And Ryan, I appreciate you sharing that, bro, because it's, it's an awesome thing. And I, I hope... I hope your parents listen to this show because they do. Two years ago, I said to a mentor of mine, you know, we were talking about, he was asking me, what do you want to do as a man? Nobody had, nobody's really ever asked me that. He's like, what do you want to do as a man? As a, as in a literally a heterosexual man, he was asking me, you, you know, but now is this in life in general or is yeah. this career? No, no, life in general. Because career doesn't work without life in general. Sure. Or I see it as all as one. I, I never see my career separate from my life. It is. And, it is your life. Yeah, it is absolutely. My job is my life. I'm. I'm really fortunate. And anyway, I thought about it for a long time, and it was. It was actually no. It was more than two years ago because the show started two years. It was a big part of starting this show, because I went back to him, and he was eventually got me. He whittled me down to what do you miss the most in life, and I said being in a locker room. I, I tell everybody all the time, the greatest part of my life, I love my parents, I love my sister, but that's, they, they're not the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I love my mother. The greatest times of my life was being in a locker room with high-level alpha males. And then we started talking about principles and all, all of these things that I was trying to, I'm trying to build in myself. And a big part of this was I really want positive male influences in my life. But that, that's across the board. You know, I wanted here at work. I wanted, you, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, because I had it as my, my father was, is still that for me today. And, but it's the one thing I miss. And, you, you know, to, to what you're saying is I really want high character people. And high character doesn't mean perfect. Like, I, I don't think there's any, anyone who's perfect. But there's lots of shortcomings I have, which is why I choose to, people in my life very deliberately. Like, I'm not a let's be friends with everyone person. There's people in my life, I keep you in my life because I espouse, I, I, I yearn for a characteristic I see in you that you may not see in yourself. I'm like, I wish I had some of that. 
And the only way I've ever known to get a hold of characteristics is to be around it long enough. Mm. I, I'm, I'm that type of person because I'm a grinder. I, I'm not a talented person. I don't, I don't catch things very quickly. I'm, I'm quite slow in that sense. I need over and over and over and repeat, repeat, repeat. Well, but they do say repetition is the father of learning. You, you know, oh, well, that's who I am. That's who I am. So, hey, some people catch things. Well, I think I, th- I catch things pretty quickly. That's why I think some, most of the time I tune out very quickly as well mm-hmm. because I, I catch something. I think you might have seen it. I catch something, I get bored. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I know this. Let me move on. Mm. You know what I mean? But we're all different. We're all different. And, and it's an awesome thing. It's, a, it's an awesome thing. And, and being around positive male figures for me is a huge thing because I've always said that a destructive man is more harmful to the world than a destructive woman. Because even from a very simplistic point of view, a destructive man can do carnage for a family. Yes. Most women are smaller than men. I'm not saying yeah. men can't be judo. I mean, yeah, women can't, can't be, be judo. judo. But largely speaking, men are anatomically larger than, than women. women. When a man is destructive, he can just by his very nature do more destruction. Absolutely. And, and for me, it's something I want to change in my personal life. To keep a check on myself Because if I have high character people in my life That keeps me away from the Life's worst excesses Which by the way You know people look at people who commit GBV and whatever And like they're monsters they're, I'll never do that Like I'm very well aware I am this close I am so close to being that person With with the, the I need one bad day Where somebody says something to me I lose my mother off. I lose my sister You are off I'm capable of anything but I believe in teams, right? It's, again, it goes back to the things that I miss. I miss teams. Is that no man is an island. As yeah. Ryan told you, trust. It was his family. I believe in that. And I want to build that in my personal life. So that's why I find it awesome what's going on with you there, Ryan. The team narrative at home is it's irreplaceable, dude. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, right. And the thing is, you know, once you're self-aware at home, you know what I mean? No matter what kind of a personality you have on the outside – on the outside world, you won't make your people look bad. And Ryan, he buys a bumblebee jacket. You understand? Because you got it like that. He's wilding out. Ryan, Ryan pitched up here. I thought, this guy is unbelievable. That's after I watched the Bumblebee movie, which is actually about a lady learning to dive again into a pool. So that was pretty weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very weird, that lady. Interracial relationship in 1987. Weird. It's not, it's not, it's not happening. John Cena. Yeah. That. John Cena's doing it, huh? John Cena follows me. Did you know that? I think that's that's like my biggest flex. John Cena, you can't see me, oh, right. and he's like, I he definitely can. I don't know if you heard Ryan now nowadays. He's stop water because Gareth Cliff follows him on social media as well. Really? Yeah, yeah that's cool. It is pretty cool. Hey, Ryan, I'm building it up. You know uh, what I mean? That guy. <laughs> Are you going to be the king of the West Rand soon? All right. Um, let's talk about a situation that's going on, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I've been to Spain. Spain's such an interesting country, eh? Such an interesting country. And listen, they've had some a, a really troubled history. And quite recently, if you if you don't know who General Franco is, go and look him up. Right? Super like Idi Amin and and sort of you know Hitler and, and Stalin and and these well Napoleon's a little further back. You know, yeah. Th- these guys recently are. They've got oh, obviously General the, Franco, yeah, the, the yeah. headline. General Franco, I'm not sure if you know this about Spain, right? Spain has the most 
unconsecrated uh, graves of any country in the history. I've heard that. Yeah, of mankind. So that, that that's uh, when you when you have a dictator, right? I see your I see what your your brows doing. <laughs> yeah, um, so in a dictatorship, often um, so pe- disgusting humans like Pol Pot, uh, Idi Amin, what they'll do is they'll kill people and just throw them in holes, basically. Uh, I forget what the, 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 there's a, there's another mass graves. Mm. Okay. The most in and that, General Franco monster. Yeah, but he did lead. He did overthrow government. No, but he yeah. Listen, he 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 desecrated people. No, he he was a monster. Yeah, and that's recent, by the way. Like that's we're talking what uh, Franco died when seventies. Seventy five. Listen, and I've been to the uh, what's the there's a huge monument, uh, the Valley of the Damned, or the I forget what it's called that he built for himself, and they're they're trying to exhume him. From there, not sure if they've done it recently. Uh, the Valley of the Fallen, the Valley of the Fallen, I believe it's called. Uh, so it's a monastery. Incredible scenes there. Incredible, incredible scenes. Anyway, the reason I'm talking about um, Spain is that Barcelona happened to be there. Oh, is there a bigger mess right now in football than Barcelona Football Club? Absolutely not. <laughs> How? Why did they buy Ferran Torres if they can't afford to register? Was it was it a money problem? Though? Yeah, no. So, so you have a salary cap in in, in Spain. Your, your your salary has to be a certain number in order for you, or, or your registered salary number. But then, how did they allow the sale to go That's through? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But who handles who <laughs> handles? But come on, guys, I was no, still asking the question. Ryan, Ryan, you're asking all of the right questions. Like, like, like who, are you saying at La Liga? Like, who's supposed to be checking this? Because no, I mean, no, because in Formula that, One, you have the FIA. No, but the thing is, like, that deals with things. But the thing is, like. You know, if La Liga knows that you're not going to be able to register, block the sale. Decline. Is there no Barcelona accountants who comes out and is like, listen, guys. No, no, I well, see hey, listen, we know well, Barcelona accountants. Oh, well, that's why they're in the red. <laughs> but is there no one in La Liga that says, uh-uh, uh-uh. Even, even like the people that are selling to Barcelona, don't they say, chief? Ah, yeah, yeah. It's not Man City's issue. Yeah, true. You know you what I mean? this? Because you, cause you can't go Ra- Raymond Ackerman doesn't come up to you at pick and pay When you're buying the, the Belgian mayonnaise For 90 bucks or whatever And, says, and say hey, that's quite pricey You're oh. in debt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, You're in debt He says hey, my boy, You want it you got it you may, as, so, as, as long as um, Dolores doesn't come and say Kelly void Yeah <laughs> It's up to you you know, you What know happens after that Is ah, none of my business It's not Man City's business but Did no, we get our 50 million Oxalai we got our money we can't go It's kind of like I guess the Man City would tell you this Look bro Wait hold on so, Just to clear this up Sorry yeah. So the sale went through No well, Man City has, has been revealed Has been revealed He was holding a Barca jersey He just can't With, play Without even a You know Never mind You're not Man City going to tell you Chief you, I can't come and tell you How to treat your wife I'm busy with my own wife I tell people <laughs> that all the time Do you know what I tell people that Do you know what I say Thou shalt not interfere in another man's home affairs unless he's hitting her. Amen. Mm. No, Man City will tell you our 50 million. It uh, went through. We got the, the SMS in the, 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 the POP went through. <laughs> yeah. The EFT went through. I got it, Chief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How you choose to ball out after that? Yeah, the lady in finance, old Gwen in finance, has said, release the goods. You, you, you know, it's corporate. Gwen you Pilkington. <laughs> I can't believe it. How is this happening? Because even on FIFA with their new. I don't know if you've played any of the new FIFAs lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a new feature. It's not new. It's about two years old now. But if you want to buy a player now, now you go into a boardroom 
and then you and and oh, yeah, yeah, so go and happen. discuss it. So let's say, so let's say I want Cristiano Ronaldo. I did this once because I I did the most astronomical thing. I bought um, Messi for Real. Uh, How uh, much? Uh, to Real Madrid. How I much? gave him Gareth Bale and a quarter of my like and all of my transfer funds. So but which team were you? I was Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Oh, so you yeah, had Ronaldo so, so and you've got, you've got so you had Ronaldo you've got and Messi. Leo Messi. That's and I awesome. gave them Gareth Bale and all of my money. So, so in fact, you or you you should have just given them uh, Gareth Bale and his golf clubs. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. So then you go in there, you go in there. So they show um, who was the manager? Oh, the Valverde. So you go into Valverde. They like Messi jackets. Then you with his agent. Then you just press. They chat. They chat. Then they think about it. Then they go. Yeah, because okay. Yeah. So how it works is first, right? So first you have to put the negotiation with the club. Yes. Once the club has accepted, then you have to. And negotiate, and that's when you go into the boardroom with the player and his agent. No, you don't go into and the boardroom. You, you go into the manager's oh, yeah. office. You go to office, office. office. And then you discuss their salary, their perks, all of that. And it's only really then, close. once they've accepted, the sale goes through. So how did they make such an amateur mistake? So no, it's, it's not even... A, but that's not a registering thing. A registering thing is something no, else entirely. Ferran Torres is not registered to Barcelona no, no, as it stands. stands yeah. So no, how do you feel as Ferran Torres? Hilarious. You get COVID. He got COVID. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then he entered and he got COVID. Like, you know what Ferran Torres said? He said, he said, we got opportunity to be a Barcelona. And I can't register. He made me sick. Yeah, I got COVID. Can't he sue Barcelona for that? Yeah, say, I, I can't sue. What for? I can't sue nobody. No, how's he going to sue anyway? My, my name is Ferran Torres. I may leave me sick. I can't sue nobody. I go to sleep. But he's not getting any money. He was just sold. No, no, he's no, he's, no, no. He's getting money. Don't worry about that. The Barcelona is the problem. Barcelona are the ones who. The only people here who make no sense is Barcelona. We'll keep talking about this a bit more. I'm with two people who promised, I think about six months ago, to play FIFA against each other. That still hasn't happened. They're 22, right? I can get it. It doesn't matter. I am with 21. They still haven't. Nobody in here has given me a solution for how I'm going to speak to Roman Abramovich. It's. I feel like the world is burning. It is. It's burning down around me. Senzo yes, Sotebe and, and Ryan James Tinline or Hawksley, absolutely useless to me right now. Both haven't delivered on two promises. It's the MKT show. So I'm training again, which means I'm not eating sweets anymore. I had, uh, I had a week of about of yeah about a week of chocolates. I had um, fake whispers from Woolworth. Mm. That was a good, huh? Hey Ryan, Ryan knows sweets. <laughs> I remember the one day well, he uh, doesn't know water. Uh, yeah, no, not his thing. He will. Ryan knows the the spectrum of sugar. Uh, I remember the one day sitting. <laughs> remember sitting with Ryan. I, it was such a powerful moment for me. And. Um, I can't remember. I think we were talking about fake whispers. And you said to me... I, I was whispers. like... Uh, no, yes. <laughs> yeah, different thing. Great song. Sh- yeah, shout out. R.I.P., man. Do you know George Michael? Yeah. Do you know that I song? I know, yes. See, they covered the song. I don't know, Ryan. You, <laughs> you, you probably listen to the cover. <laughs> you always, I like it when you tell you about... Hey, see the... They were sarin gas. I had to change yeah. it quite quickly. One of the greatest South African bands in the history of the world. For sure. They became... They were sarin gas and became Seether. Mm. And went... Enormous Love Siva Outside of Who's the biggest South African band of all time? Dave Matthews Band Come on no. Ah uh, I don't think so No not the best The 
Who, who sold? There's no one who sold more than Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews, not my close. Man. Dave Matthews. Do you think Dave Matthews is the For biggest? For sure. Uh, Dave, not even. It's not even close, bro. Hey, his family owned Douglas Dale Dairy. He went to St. Stephen's. He did. Every day at school there. Dave Matthews band. Ryan, you were too young. There was five or six years where everything was Dave Matthews on this planet. I remember when they came here. It was big. No, he, but he doesn't like South Africa. That's so why I don't. I don't like begging him up. He's mm. got some negative things to say. He's like Kevin Peterson, even though. He's come back, yeah. And he's fake it. But wait, I'm he's curious fake-ish. what you're going to say about the conversation we had. What conversation are you talking about? Oh, uh, when I, uh, we were talking about uh, whispers. Mm. And, um, was I saying cake or whispers? Anyway, I was asking you, do you like chocolate? And you said, oh, I'd say that's actually a bit of a problem. But the way you said it, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this guy's addicted to sugar and it's, it's true, right? And you do like it, huh? I do like sugar. I do have a sweet tooth. Do you? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Th- there's worse things to be addicted to. You know what I'm it down there. You must order it down. No, no way. No way. Ryan says no way. Hey, Ryan? No. No chance. It's no got no taste. Um, no. I like I like vitamin water. <laughs> 50, <laughs> was, 50 was smart is that, on is, that one. Is that, is, that, is that meeting us halfway? 50 was smart. No lie. Speaking Man of which, made like 400 million. He did? Coca-Cola, shout out. Speaking of which, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, sir. Senzo, you're a gift from God. Hear me. I did. Did you only watch one? I only watched one. I said I was only going to watch Okay, let's get into it. Sounds like good stuff there. I know we're supposed to talk about Barcelona now, but <laughs> we'll get back to that. You know what I mean? are a mess. I'm a cultural commentator. Yeah, that's it. We've spoken about it. <laughs> Barcelona, you need to know. Barcelona are a mess. Well said. Um, now, Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt. Were you a fan before, Ryan? Have you seen it? Uh, Chris Pratt irritates me. I just want to punch him in the face. That's not the question. Uh, okay. So, No. So you haven't seen Guardians Chris of the Galaxy? Pat, n- 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 nothing with Chris so, Pratt and Batista. Okay, you have to watch it tonight. Wait, why do you hate Batista? Why do you hate Batista? No, because, you know, he he entered my boy The Rock. Yeah, One true. time. I can't. Hey. I can't. So, I, can't, I can't help being better. You know what I mean? No, man. Better than who? Than the actor. Well, you haven't seen... <laughs> how do you know how good Batista is? Because you haven't seen I, the movie. Anything with Chris Pratt is garbage. Also, you didn't you watch can, WWE either. Well, I don't watch... Didn't you watch? You didn't watch WWE because then you know Batista rocked it, man. Batista was one of the greatest. Yeah, he has no respect. Eh? For Ryan doesn't respect the Rock. Ah, I watched The Rock. Did you smell? Ric Flair. Come on, woo! The Nature Boy. <laughs> Come on, Dwayne Johnson driving. <laughs> Rolex wearing. <laughs> Come on, woo! Come on with it. Nature Boy. Woo! Last year, I spent more money on spilled liquor. Than you made in your entire life. <laughs> I said, come on. Leave the nature boy. Ric Flair is an electric figure. He has had a troubled adulthood. Though. Well, but he's... Woo! Wait, so, wait, so who, who did you support? If you watch WWE, who did you support then? The Rock. Hey, you no, but he, he, left, he left quite the early Rock. in the game when WWE was at its peak. Triple H. There was once WWF, by the way, Ryan. Before. I, I do. Yeah, the World I, Wrestling Federation. I recall that. And you? Who's your, who's your guy? Well, Ricky, uh, it, it was it was Batista at first, uh-huh. and then I really started. I started watching the other guys. Like I really liked uh, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, uh, Viva la Raza! And then, but and The then, Rock was there when Eddie Guerrero was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Brock Lesnar. I, I do. No, no I remember all of them. But then Rey Mysterio was my guy. <sighs> the six one nine. When he had you on the ropes. Ryan's always you can do. got something different. No, it's eh? I see it's because of the pants, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Ryan's vibes. You've seen Ryan the types of pants he wears. Eh? You seen Ryan's range of pants? Ryan, the, what are the ones with the? 
You have to know, guys. What are the ones with the ropes? The the pants. Have you heard of a breakaway suit? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I tell you I got Ryan's awesome My dad didn't like me Staying up late to watch it Because I think it was only On a 10 o'clock at night Yeah I remember that back in the It day. was annoying yeah So I was like I, I would take nah, My dad used to buy me These blank tapes And I used to just I was like okay I'm going to bed But I'd put I'd, I'd tape it on the VHS my And then I'd, I'd watch it As my soon dog. as I get back From school the next day See now I'm about to Reveal my age man <laughs> I used to play I used to watch WWE When it was so I watched WWF, but the height of my watching uh, wrestling was when Raw was on Sunday mm. at 5 p.m. Wait, Ra- were you more SmackDown or more Raw? Raw. Because I liked SmackDown. Nah, SmackDown was Raw. SmackDown was great. Raw, Raw had all the Stapuras. <laughs> Batista, Triple H, Ric Flair, Goldberg. SmackDown, no, wait. R- Randy Batista Orton when he SmackDown. came out. Randy Orton. But he's still a SmackDown. No, that's after. He was at Raw first. Oh. Because he was when part Eric of the... When Eric Bischoff oh. was the general manager of Raw. You know Eric Bischoff? <laughs> you don't know Eric Bischoff? Nah, I think mean, that was a bit before. Yeah, uh, Eric Bischoff. Well, Paul Herman was still managing Brock Lesnar and he had that ponytail and... Um, oh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. No, you I know that. I know that. I know he, that. Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Ryan, you know, do you know John Bradshaw Layfield? Layfield. No. You don't you know, know so, so I, I only started watching from about, I'd say, 2006, 2005. Because I still bought the game. And I left my first WWE game was SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. And that was Bro, a sick and game. And that yeah. was, the soundtrack Whoa. was great. You, you only know Brock Lesnar on wrestling when you had the when you starting to wear pants. Yeah, yeah. Ah, you don't know when you suplexed Big Show off the, the, the stage. Oh, you, you never saw that, right? When he suplexed uh, Big Show off the, off the... When they broke the stage. No. You don't remember oh! that? I, I, Ryan, it's one of the most electrifying <laughs> moments in the history of entertainment. <laughs> this afternoon, that's your job. Okay. <laughs> Go and Google Lesnar uh, Big Show. Suplex. Suplex. Oh, <laughs> Ryan, it stopped entertainment for, what, two, uh, weeks? two weeks? That thing dominated. Uh, the stage broke. Yay! We thought this Brock Lesnar going to do it. Bro. WWE you was know, my do, life. Do you know JR? Day, hey? JR. Oh, no, he's not going to do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> one of the best. Off the tops, bro. Can I tell you what? There's no commentators like that anymore. No. Nah, JR and the King. Now they're boring. These guys are diluted. JR and nah, the King. And the, I don't know if you, for, for a while, they had JBL as a commentator. Come yeah, on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That was, and because John Bradshaw Layfield used to come in a limo with, with bullhorns. Yes, I remember that. Those, those entries. And he used to carry money. <laughs> money clip. And he had the Texas pinky ring like Jerry Jones. Leave J- JBL. Come on, bro. Yo, no, JBL. I, I used to, you know what? There's no entertainment like that today. When I think of WWE ah, back then, because I used to go to my now. friend's house and I used to watch the stuff, and that was the most epic. I used to have, I used to go buy all the WWE merch. Um, I loved it. It was just such a fascinating thing. I would, I would make sure every night I taped it because it was, it was just something you had to stay connected. Guys, with. guys, you have no you idea. Know what? 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 Stone Cold? What? what? It's gonna be back. What? what? Back your own roll. What? <laughs> Oh, I was actually just trying to look up uh, Stone Cold's um, Steve Austin his, his interview with Undertaker uh, Just Google that for me oh, uh, on, since the, on, on, the, on the podcast Yeah, what's this podcast again? Anyway, yo, guys For anybody who, who's into it You gotta look up the Undertaker And how he embraced his role Right? I don't, I don't want to do any spoilers I've never actually heard him speak Do you know Kane is the He's the mayor He's the mayor of somewhere Yeah, yeah but he's yeah. very smart, Kane Yeah, yeah, yeah And he's a politician That guy when he gripped you by the throat, you knew. 
I was like, so you don't know Kane when he had hair. Wait, you don't know Kane when he had hair at the mosque. Kane's worse than Yeah, yeah. You're watching, you're watching. My figures are. Ah, yeah, you're watching the diluted version. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, you, you guys are so right, though. I, I tried to watch it the other day. Do you know? Do you remember when they were called WWE superstars? Yeah. Superstars. WWF super. Those guys. Think of the Undertaker, Kane, mm. uh, The Rock. They, they were John Cena. No, nah, John Cena was there. John Cena was there. John Cena was there. But Cena had the vibe. Yeah. Like, like I, I, but even him, I, I think you know, he, he was more of a brand. These guys know, were. Do you know John Cena? No, Cena was in. No, do you know Cena before the T T T when when he was the Docs of Thugonomics? I remember that. When you know, when he was wearing the chain. I don't know that. When he was the Doctor of World Life. Yeah. The Doctor of Thugonomics. <laughs> no, John Cena. Can I tell you what my favorite thing as a kid was, right? Mm. When there was a match going on and there was somebody like losing badly and all of a sudden you heard John Cena's entrance music come on and then this guy flies in the ring and he just starts nah. pounding. Nah, the, nah, nah. the best part of WWE, right, is when there's a fight and you're shattered glass. You knew the Texas Rail da, Snake da, was da, in. Da, da, da. You know the Texas da, da, with, da, da, with da, da, the case da, da, of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the guy that used to throw beer at Stone Cold Steve Incredible Austin. arm. Never missed. <laughs> and yes. I saw Stone Cold once. He did the most incredible thing. He had like a, he had a six pack. He saw, then they threw it somewhere. And, oh yes, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was a different time back then. And we have to acknowledge that we'll never see that again. No, no. Nah, yeah. You know what the thing is now? COVID. It's a new generation. Well, COVID no. for one. But also, the guys are so focused on social media now. Then you had to build your brand through being an, mm. like a good actor, mm. like a good, good on the mic. Remember how Shawn Michaels used to bang on the mic, guys? Oh. Shawn Michaels, when, that, when that foot came to your face, ah, just Switching music. You. You, you know who wasn't on for long enough? <laughs> Bill Goldberg. That guy was so Bill electrifying. Bill Goldberg, but he never spoke. No, he never did, but he was an electrifying animal. And he... So you know why he stopped, by the way? I, I recently read. Why? But he came back. He fought. So he, he didn't like the fact that... Because he, he's strangely like our he, super close relationship with his father, Bill Goldberg. And he said the reason he left uh, the, the WWE was that there was too much like bikini stuff. Because he, he said I mean, he's into like the inspiring kids thing. Mm. And obviously, you know, that there was a stage where the WWE weirdly like was making the chick super hot and ripping clothes yeah. off and stuff. And he said, no, nah, I can't work with that. And he left the WWE because mm. he's like, it was so interesting to hear him say this. It was like, no, my father didn't raise me like that. It was a really interesting yeah. thing to hear a guy. You can imagine he's turning down $5 million a year or whatever. So the, the great Bill Goldberg uh, leaving that situation. Wow. Listen, while, while you guys are watching that, I have to tell you, I asked my friend Warren Raff for this. Um, I said to him, do you, do you still have the photos? And he still hasn't replied. He blue ticked me of when we went and I was the black Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Um, Ryan, you're going to have to Google Bret Hart back in the day. He used to wear uh, a purple suit, right? Super flashy suit. I even had the wig. I had the Bret Hart wig. Ryan just saw the most electric. <laughs> Sorry. I was distracted. I just saw the stage fall apart. Oh, you you got to watch it with commentary. This is nothing, Ryan. You, you, at least now you must see. have been insane. No, no, you got to watch it. You got to watch imagine it. Imagine with... you were a fan that day and you were there. <laughs> I, I remember seeing it and I thought this is the most electrifying thing I've ever seen. The most electrifying match. I remember Elimination Chamber. They had all oh. the settings. Bill Goldberg, Triple H, Kane. <laughs> It was for the heavyweight championship. Put me off WWE a lot. 
was, I don't know if you ever saw the match that put Rey Mysterio out for about five years, was when he was in the ring with Chavo Guerrero. And, and uh, what's his wife? Is it Vicky? Vicky oh, Guerrero. She used to interfere in all his matches. And so then she took Rey Mysterio and tripped him. And then Chavo tied his leg to the, wrapped his leg around that, uh, around the, the, the pole. Yeah. Uh, around the pole. And then knocked out the ref and then went for the chair underneath the stage and kept on hitting his leg to the point where he was out for five years. Jeez. Now, do you know I can never take Rey Mysterio seriously anymore? Because that was Sun's because, Have you seen it? Because um, <laughs> the WWE were touring the UK, right? And he was on Sky Sports News, right? And they were asking him about Euro 2012. And he said, yeah, I'm just disappointed Mexico aren't in it. Uh. <laughs> but look, the guy's just a wrestler. What do you want him to yeah, do? Yeah, Is he no, a politician? <laughs> Naturally, have you seen Nacho Libre? Uh, it rings a bell, yeah. If you I think I have. Do you know Jack Black? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I've seen that one. Ramses, yeah, yeah. how are you? <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm not really into Jack Black. Eh? I don't Please know. Please watch awesome. What's the hype? I am. No, I am. He is electrifying as, as an actor. See, I, I, don't like, I, I, got, I don't like that style. Yeah, have you seen School of Rock? No, no, come on. School, no, I, 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 no, no, that's I've, your homework. I've seen stuff with Jack Black and please I. Please go watch Nacho Libre. Please, no, no, please go watch School of School Rock. School of Rock ends on Ah, uh, please. Nacho Jack Black. Libre. Jack Black was the lead, and I promise you, that is probably one of my like favorite films from my childhood. Joan Cusack was, is in that. Well, that you know Joan Cusack. That's a real actor. Um, that's a stapora. <laughs> Joan Cusack. Yay. Joan Cusack's in it. She's, that, she's the principal. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, of course I know her. That's I, a heavy I, hitter. Just the name. Trust me. Hilarious. As well. That is one of the greatest films. And it was funny because they did like a reunion about, I want to say, three, four years ago. They literally got the kid band back together and then they did a whole performance. Because it had been 10, 15 years now. Because there was a, there was a or stage. 20 years. 20 yeah. Years. There was a stage when his. His band was pretty big. Him and that other guy. Oh, uh, Tenacious D. Yeah, you see, I, like I hated that. High <laughs> school, it was so big. And, and by the way, I love those like comedy bands that are like satire. I, I love that, but I just that didn't land for me. So that put me off Jack Black. Oh, watch not, you, Do you know Jack Black is funny? Only in Natural Libre, and in um, Tropic Thunder. See, I didn't like him then as well, and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Tom Cruise in that delivers the greatest. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but but Tom Cruise in that as the agent, as the as the executive producer, yeah, you need to send him down. Yeah, and say so, Lance, <laughs> in all less. So, so School of Rock, by the way, that's 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 your film that you have to watch. You're gonna think you wasted your time, but go watch School of Rock. No, I, you guys, I know MKT. You know it. Both of you guys. Uh, look, I'll watch it now because you guys. I'll watch both of them. Um, even though I don't like Jack Black, but I'm a cultural commentator, right? Is I have to. You have the man in the arena. By the way, Guardians of the Galaxy was great. I'm glad I watched it. Damn right. Let's it get back so, to it. so, so good. All right. So, Rubbish. Chris Pratt, doing what he does. I'm not, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure about him. Like, whatever. I, I don't really like Parks and Recreation, but whatever. I like Chris Pratt. No, it's cool. And I thought, I think it's going to be one of my favorites. Because uh, there is a serious acting side to it as well. It, it it, it's not like Spider-Man, where he never needs to really seriously act. It's like, also, he doesn't get to hide behind a mask. you got to act. Also... One thing, and I'm a big fan of this, right? Because I, yes. I, I love watching Marvel movies, but I hate the fact there's a PG-13 thing on them. Like, Marvel movies could be so much better if they were more expensive. No, but they, I've told you this before, and you said, no, they're made for kids. <laughs> well, I'm a Disney owner. I, I still oh, like it. No, but, but I think we spoke about this the other day, and I think you actually mentioned this, was that DC is for, the, is for adults. 
That's yes. where the, that's yeah, where yeah. The, the villains in DC are. They're next level. They're, they're too real. It's almost like, no, wait. No, no, no. That was no, like no. my high school teacher. I killed a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I found with Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a little more, ex- not a lot, like, it wasn't very explicit. But it was a lot more fun mm. than than your than your average Marvel film. I found like the the characters had a lot more space to play out, like Chris being Pratt a distressed sucks. alien. You hate Chris Pratt. Hey? Uh, he cost everybody. That glove was supposed to come off because of him. The first time oh, he did get in his feels there. Gamora. No, because Gamora didn't recognize. Gamora, the green chick. Yeah, yeah. Thanos' fake child. I thought Batista was a bit average, but I haven't seen the fir- the second one. Then a guy you've never heard of, Kurt Russell. Okay. Look out. Oh, uh, for for the second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, no, no, and you know, right? The second one's actually good. Like, like oh, I, I'm not just saying it because I like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Unlike a lot of the Marvel films I've seen, mm. they're not very good. Like, like I'll be honest with you, they're not very good. The first two Spider Men, if you haven't seen them, you don't need yeah, to. Yeah, wait, don't say the they're, first two because that's Tobey Maguire. You have to see those. He, he's also great. not very good, Ryan. I, I know you're obsessed with him. You, but you cannot say that because I've you, seen the, I've seen one of them. Remember, I told you this under yeah, duress. But now, but don't watch it under duress with the lady. <laughs> Go watch it. Watch it on my own accord. Watch it on your own accord with your open. What's what do you call yourself? Um, uh, uh, as a cultural commentator. As a cultural commentator, you cannot comment on. Those Spider-Mans without going to see them now, first. Tell me you talking about the first two Tom Holland movies, and I agree. They went, they were very average. But the third one, out of this world. The Unleashed. But that's, Only, I think, largely because Tobey Maguire is in it. Is why you enjoyed it. No, well, I mean, I, I enjoyed the first hour where Tobey Maguire didn't enter. Spoiler alert. Tell me this. Is it on Netflix? Because I don't want to go spending yes. thirty five ninety nine again on on Spider-Man films when it, I already have it. it so is on, so it the Tobey Maguire ones on Netflix? Yes. What are they called? Spider-Man. Okay, the, the highest grossing Spider-Man of all time, Senzo. But, but there's so many Spider-Man what? films on the there. The first one. Opening uh, before weekend. Before three, opening weekend. Yeah, not this, of all time. Don't say highest grossing, because highest grossing of all time, that's a no, very difficult in the, in the Spider-Man franchise. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because it, oh, it had the highest opening weekend of, like, ha. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Of all time. Yeah. No, man. No Way Home, bro. No, no, but I'm saying, aside from No Way Home, Come on, before no. this release... Spider-Man was the yeah. Well, it has the stapura. But I yeah, told you is. this guy. I told you this before. I like Ryan. As much as you think you're the king of pop culture, come learn, my boy. <laughs> yeah. I said it was the highest-grossing film of any weekend. The, which one? The Tobey Maguire. Yeah. The highest-grossing weekend. Okay. Of any film of all time. Come so on. are you saying you don't listen to half the now. stuff that I said? So, so must, must I? And it held that record for a long time until what? Shattered it recently. I think it was Avengers or something like Harry Potter or something mm. like that. So, there's so much good stuff out there. So are you saying I need to watch Spider-Man on, on Netflix, eh? Yes, please. But uh, also, I'm in a bit of a trap there because I see Amazing Spider-Man. I, so I, I get Spider-Man panic. About, no, don't worry about the Amazing Spider-Man. I don't want to watch you the wrong watch thing. You can watch it later. What, what's Amazing Spider-Man? Is that, uh, the, is that uh, Andrew that's, Garfield? That's Andrew Garfield. So it's, there are different stories when it comes to Spider-Man, different comics, right? By the way, that comes out in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It, it kind of ties together with what universe they are all from. Yeah, yeah. So... There's the, Spoiler alert. There's this one. <laughs> should really said it before. <laughs> but anyway. Um, you have Toby, Toby Maguire's one. Mm-hmm. And then you have Andrew Garfield's one. Okay. So Andrew Garfield is... I don't, I don't know, Senzo. Maybe you read comics as a kid. I don't have comics as have a kid. Have you seen uh, Toby Maguire and the other I've one? I've read... Yeah, I've seen... 
I've seen every Spider-Man except for the one that just came out. So Why haven't you seen it yet? What's your problem? Hmm? You, you, what are you, too cool? No, he, he does think he's too cool. With I don't think Do you like Doctor Strange? Yeah, he's alright. Because you're getting a Doctor Strange film in there as well, just so you know. He's, he's alright. No, no, well, no, you're getting two movies in one. It's worth the price. Plus, <laughs> it's, it's, it's alright. It's yeah. actually a Doctor Strange film. Okay, I'll go see it. Jeez. When? <laughs> I don't know. Don't when be, I, are you yeah. going to be like Ryan? When I have time. Tonight. Hey? When I have time. Nah. Make the time, but. Okay. Who are you? You, uh, are you, you, you guys are committing me to things. You guys are committing me to things that I don't want to commit to. <laughs> no, but, but why? Well, you, are you saying you don't want to watch Spider-Man Three? You're a very opinionated person. Yes, it's and a, it's only right that you go and have an opinion. And we want your opinion on it. How are you going to have an opinion when you haven't watched this? Yeah, but that's why I keep quiet when you guys talk about. But it. also, are you not going to watch it now? To be honest, well, I, I think why his aren't you going to watch it? Spoil my my opinion of the movie. Well, your opinion is null and void. So uh, why aren't you watching it? <laughs> Because now I can only take Ryan seriously. Because she, you're a guy who likes to be taken seriously. Because I'm watching Brock Lesnar dominating the dead man. Okay, but are you going to watch it or not? Uh, yeah, well. Why aren't you watching it? Since, well, why are you too cool? When did this start? Well, now, well, is, no are, are you trying a new thing for 2022? You see, like how you are not watching Jack Black? No, but I'm uh, going to watch it. But you've been I'm watching all the Spider-Man Hold on. movies. I'm going to turn it around now. Turn it around, baby. That's a 90s hit. Turn it around. See when I watch it. You're not going to watch it. Maybe this week. Your voice, yes, in sense. It's like Simpiwe. I'm listening at confidence. Simpiwe says the same thing. Why are you guys forcing me? No, we're not forcing you, but sometimes we just. Giving you a nudge in the right direction. Yeah, so Simbiris is the same okay. thing. What she won't go see the, spi- the new Spider-Man. She's like, just tell me it happens because I'm, I'm not bothered. N- no, but Simbiris is very erratic. You can't really go by Simbiris. You know what I mean? Simbiris is mm. capable of anything. Senzo, I have, I, you know, I had a little bit of hope for. But now, so you're not going to watch it, huh? I might. You so, won't. This guy won't. He's a, he's a, he's a <laughs> disappointment to himself and to me and to Ryan and to the listeners. That, you harsh. and James and no, it's not harsh because people want your opinion. What do you always say? What does he always say about Fabrizio Roman? I must serve the streets. So now, <laughs> you know, you're hypocrite now. Wait, hold on. How must I serve, serve the streets by watching? No, because people want to hear your opinion. There's a lot of people on who DM me and they say, "Oh, I like Senzo. He brings a different angle." And now you're letting them down. They probably want to know what Senzo because they've heard what Ryan. Things and Ryan says he's the king of pop culture. How are you going to be the king of pop culture? You haven't seen the I latest on the streets. I didn't claim. Oh, you, oh but you say you always say you are. You always refute that Ryan is. Yeah, you always refute. If, if you're going to dispute the throne, you got to fight for the throne. I'm not gonna, I don't want the throne. You can no. have it. But then why do you dispute it? I don't dispute it because you do. The you thing do. Is Ryan, he said before. I'm, you're not. I know. I'm fact checking him. No, but you always say. Ah, but how uh, can you fact check uh, me if you haven't seen? That's it? what I'm saying. And he's always like, okay. king of pop culture. My Wait, ass. Hold on. King of pop culture, right? No, 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 no. Unless you watch Spider-Man Two, no, 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 no. You've been, no. have you seen Eternals? Why? No, then you're, you're out. You're dead. <laughs> you're, you're, you're dead. I, I thought because you, you know what I'm saying, Ryan. Yeah, you can't, you can't go do, be disputing me. You now. haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, ah, okay. Senzo, but. Because you guys called Captain America crap and for that <laughs> Okay, the truth comes out And for that I said I'm not going to watch That garbage web slinger and you, you guys are going to put that guy above, above the guy Above the guy Above the guy And then you guys are going to make me go watch Spider How dare you You know what I appreciate about you Senzo We, we always get to the tachlas We always get to the bottom line And Oksalai You have to put that pressure No, he's loyal The one thing about Senzo is he, He'll go to the grave Because he's saying No, if you guys aren't on board with my guy you're out. In is the, in, out is out. Ne? The retired failed soldier. Wait, f- failed? And, whoa, 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 failed. And I didn't say that. Your guy, d- wait, hold on, hold on. Can, hold on. Who, who's this guy? Hold on. Huh? We have to do this properly. Who's Ryan's guy? Spider-Man. Okay. Or Rabubi, yeah? Go ahead. <laughs> Rabubi disappeared when people clicked their fingers. Yes. 
No, but, but oh, hold on. Let me finish. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. We have to hear this. Tobey Maguire No, no, but you said, you guys said in the Avengers, Spider-Man's got more value than Captain America. Yes. Okay. No, oh, who said that? These guys, they, oh, you remember okay. the, the James, I, I, James you remember and, and Button. But hold on, at this stage, it's important that MKT, the owner and the uh, <laughs> executive of the show, said what? I said, Spider-Man can, he is so go, useless go, as, go, as a superhero. Toast. Right, so. To be clear, that's my, to, to be, be clear. categorically clear. To be clear. I'm right. out on Spider-Man as a superhero. Mom, my man. Captain America. Mm-hmm. Only broke up the Avengers. Because he was defending his boy. Who's Tony, his boy? Um, Bucky Barnes. Mm. He was defending his boy. Mm. Who he's known since 1918. <laughs> <laughs> I man only came up with 1972. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. One. Two. You saw the airport. Spider-Man was starstruck when he saw Captain America. Yeah. Starstruck. Three. Yeah, yeah because wait, he was on. watching three, this detention three, videos. Three. Three. Who administered a can of whip ass? On Iron Man mm. Four he struggled. I, I, What movies is this? But he's still uh, what? Civil War I haven't seen it Four I'll, I'll watch it I'll watch it Four I'm, I'm not like Sins I'll, I'll watch things Four Who's the only guy Who still kept the morale When everybody had disappeared right. who, who assumed the mantle Ryan That's a good question When, when Thor was out Being fat and eating his feelings Yeah Who brought him back And people were eating sandwiches And Scarjo looked like Like a skunk with that hair She did so are you Wait, hold on That's a good point Five, who had to drop themselves? <laughs> who had to fight with themselves? Yeah I didn't see Spider-Man kicking his own ass No, he didn't, he was dead Exactly Who picked up Thor's gavel? Captain, Captain America Thor when, Nah And Captain America Yeah And Wonder the, Woman, what what Yeah Five When Iron Man, when they Because Iron Man missed Messed up mm. Now they had to go back into the future And then Iron Man saw his dad And he was in his fields Who said, dog, we're on the clock now? Make it snappy. Cut it down. Captain America. Six. Guys, I've whooped so much ass. Mm. I have to retire. Nyang Yeah. And then he gave the mantle to someone else. He said, look, I haven't aged for years. Let me go back and age. I couldn't get into the army. Let me turn my back on the people. I retired. I'm out. I'm out. I've done too much. Yeah. You must know. When is no one to quit? Uh, Your boy Spider-Man flicked these things. Oh. He couldn't, guys. He needed the ladies to do it for him. They said, "Yeah, that's that, true." They need, oh, he needed boy. Um, the, the lady who's boy. a bit of a rebel. She's always out of here. Why do you need a kill option? Captain America said, "Listen, I'll do it with a shield." Mm. And granted, that that, that, that mask sucks, but great, like, and great hair though, the guys. Exactly. Come yeah, on, no, no Ryan. He's making some good points. Um, where was Spider-Man when the team needed him? Just nowhere. Okay. Dead. Thanos dealt with him. I mean, obviously, that's not his fault. Thanos is the king of them all. But why, he, why don't you watch it and then let's find out? That's Go it. watch Spider-Man. No, because you, you, until you admit that Captain America is better, I'm not watching. Because you guys, this you my ma- boy Cap. You're making a stand. No, that's, listen, Ryan, you have to admire the man. Is You have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. So what? Are you really comparing Captain America to Martin Luther King in a shield? I mean, he's a freedom fighter, yeah. yeah. So he's ah, a well, did you just this Martin Luther King. No, you know what he said? Ma, he said, ah... Have a drink. Then one day, <laughs> I'll pick up Thor's gavel. <laughs> and it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it happened. It's lunacy. It's lunacy. All right. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ryan, we've decided um, it, it, it's brilliant. It's actually, of all of them, it's it, it's not the best, by the way. Shang-Chi. It is Shang-Chi. Shang, yeah. Shang-Chi. And uh, the, was it Ten Rings? Secret of the Ten Rings or whatever. It's still the best full-on movie of all of them. But now... Have you seen that? 
No. Have you I seen it? Sense of. You people are useless. No. You're pathetic. You, you know, these are the people who. Have you seen Mortal Kombat? Have I seen. Oh, what, the new one? Mm. I still haven't. I don't mm. know. And have you seen? <laughs> but wait, why are we going yeah. to a different universe? No, no, now? no, no. No. Go, go watch Mortal Kombat. Well, no, there's a good reason I haven't seen Mortal Kombat. You know the reason. I can't afford an, uh, a 4K 80 inch TV yet. I, I promised myself. By the way, for those who don't know, I absolutely. Mortal Kombat to me is. This it, it, I need Mortal Kombat in my life Otherwise my childhood's not real So it means the world to me And I decided with Mortal Kombat I wasn't going to go to the big screen and, and I was going to save and buy a TV But life happened, right? I'm still saving for an 80 inch screen What's Senzo's excuse for not watching Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man 3? I don't understand it Must I explain this again? Go ahead Chris Pat cost the squad Cost the squad mm. And then my boy had to be Numkaptin. Yes. Literally. But how do you know? You haven't seen it. No, man. No, no. Endgame. Endgame. Let's watch movies right now, right? No, I've, I've seen it. He cost the squad. He did. He got it. Right. You can't deny. Chris because Pratt got boy. emotional there. Yeah, and you know, that love was... He had it. Yes. They, had 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 it. they had him. They had him. They had him. Because Chris Pratt, why? Because he, he saw Gomorrah. <laughs> and like... He, oh, it's his father-in-law, so I get it. Mm. Then... Spider-Man you, I want to watch Spider-Man because I told you, I explained Captain, You guys said Captain But you're making Captain a good America point about Spider-Man now Where was he going? What was he doing on the <laughs> ship up there? You should have been doing homework oh, yeah, Be bloody delinquent child Ryan, you have to be honest, where was he going? Tony Stark told him, just stay in your place man. Even in this third Help, one He's helping the greats are good No, you remember Even what, in this third one You remember when Tony Stark said I told you about this suit Now you burnt down everything <laughs> I'm he confiscating did. He did, right Your boy doesn't listen Tony Stark didn't trust him so much He even sent a, a, a deputy and then, Jesus suit he, and didn't, then, he didn't go himself, and then, remember And then he beat Who's, who's that guy? Michael Keaton He beat Michael Keaton Yeah, he did that In, in his hoodie, bro By the way, have you seen so don't, so don't Have come you here. seen that Spider-Man? I've seen all of them don't Except this one, I told you Hey, Michael Keaton is there well, What's that uh, villain? Uh, he's the Falcon like, can we just talk about Michael Keaton? But he was nice. But I don't know. But he is in York. I don't know my cable. But, but he met <laughs> Michael Keaton in that though. He's in York. He's in York. That's true. But I don't know my cable. Stealing cabling. I can't. I can't do better than that. Ryan, <laughs> good, Ryan good stuff. Thank you. Senzo, fix your life. Fix my. Go life. watch Spider Man. No, you and James. Okay. But I didn't. James claimed Guardians. Uh, James is a liar. We must just. We must. Oh, uh, bro, Spider Man's so vibes, bro. He's, that's my boy, bro. Get out of here, bro. You you on holiday for two months. You can't even watch it. I've I watched three five Spider Man films since he's watched none. Is this guy taking himself seriously or not? Does James want to be part of the Spider Man conversation or not? I now know more about Spider Man than James Ilsley. That you know, what? I'm happy to say it. He's a fake fan. He's a fraud. He is a fraud. You're, you're, you're a fraud, James. And Michael Keaton. Do you know he's a fraud like? Mysterio. Yeah, no, Mysterio wasn't the guy. Eddie Guerrero was the guy. Yeah, but you see. No, no not Dre no, Mysterio. Um, oh. Bubble Myster- Boy. Yes. Mysterio the... Bubble Boy. <laughs> oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, right? You have, a pin- you have an opinion about that. Because I've seen it. So go see it. Go see the new Spider-Man. No, until you, until you yield and say that Captain America... Ah, you'll never see it. Sense. At least watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt. No, no it's very good. You're not doing it. Vin no. Diesel. I you am see, Groot. Now I must go watch Vin Diesel and take him seriously. Bradley Cooper as that. Uh, is Bradley Cooper in raccoon. it? Raccoon. 
Yeah. Is, is Bradley Pro- Cooper probably the best character in is all? Bradley that? Cooper the raccoon. Bradley Cooper's rocket. I can, I can, I can, I can watch that because Bradley Cooper's my guy. And that's the funniest character in the whole of all of the Marvel comic films. Like, like they've, they, they've nailed having that antagonist kind of fam. It's it's sort of Family Guy if you're into like off center humor. Oh, it's like the dog. Brian, but, but no, like Peter Griffin. Like yeah. Brian. But just Peter Griffin. Out of this world. <laughs> Peter Griffin's the greatest character of all time. Remember when he, no, when, no, he, no, when, he when he was a, a, when he was a butter sculptor. I remember when he was. <laughs> when he was <laughs> I remember when he was the Peter Copter. Spider Pig. Uh, that's Homer. No, that's Homer Simpson. Yeah. The Simpsons are still my favorite Go. like animation TV show of all time. Without Mar- without margin. Oh, that's South African guy, Matt Kronovold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough, enough tomfoolery. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Who's that? The guy that created The Simpsons. Oh, Gruning. Is he Kronovold? Oh, Gruning. It's Gruning. Yeah. He's South African. You're joking. <laughs> Talk nonsense. Really? <laughs> Google that. <laughs> I don't believe you. No ways. This is going to explode my brain and if that's both true. Both of you will shut up. He's Mr. an American accent, man. Mr. King of pop culture. No ways. Matt Gruning cannot be... Are you saying he was born in South Africa? He's a South African, though. He's from South African descent. an American cartoonist. But this he was of South African descent, my man. He's incredible. It's like J.R. Tolkien. Same. No, Senzo, don't, don't I, say this. I'm don't lying. He's so. Norwegian. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. So. I was going to say, yeah, Senzo, don't lie to us no, like that. I'm anyway, good. we know we know better than to trust a guy who won't watch um, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. But, but I've told you, no, I didn't claim to be a king of pop culture. But you, you're trying to fight for the throne. I don't know. want yeah. the throne. You right. do, I know, kind I of. I know a lot about a lot. You've, you know, you know that. Well, but. you keep saying that. You don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> what was I do about that? As a wise man once said, I can do this all day. Can you? No, you're supposed to say I know. Captain America reference. I haven't seen it. Who is that guy? Who is that guy? Oh, where's that? When he when he has to whoop his own ass. Oh, who is that see, guy? Captain America is not my guy. Since I was, Who's I, your guy? Thanos, uh, obvious. No, that no, guy. but you can't. That back, guy. You can't back a villain. Of course you can. The whole series is about him, Ryan. How many times have I tell you? People yeah, but this? but you can't back a villain. No, you can't. Even in the Karate Kid, the real Karate Kid is. Why can't I back Cobra a villain? Kid. What are you talking about? And if anything, people must think: Was Thanos the villain? Yes. What did he say? You couldn't live with your own failure. And where has that led you? I didn't see Spider-Man come out and say, yeah, let, let's go drop him. You know what I'm saying? Daniel's... <laughs> Tony Stark couldn't even handle a little bit of heat there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name's MKT. And uh, that's uh, Ryan, good stuff. Senzo, good stuff. Uh, for now, the MKT show is the hell out of here.